Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the He-Man Barker Hater Club. I am one of your hosts of the Future GMs podcast, Alex Alford. I'm joined this evening by, not by Taylor Barker, who we gave Keegan a lot of crap last episode for not really being on the podcast, and then Taylor immediately misses an episode. Um, Yeah, kind of crazy. Just shut whatever the opposite of a shout out to Taylor Barker is. Um, I am joined as you just heard by Keegan Hudson. Keegan, you look no one can see this, but you look real dapper. So how you feeling? Uh I feel good. Mike Ross. I'm uh currently crushing a fresca, uh, hmm. which is thankfully our sponsor of today's episode. No, it's not. Um, Shout out Fresca. Not. Three of the four members of the podcast are more than likely drinking a fresca or just drank one. So Fresco, whenever you hear this, we will be here. Um, Thank you. What does a fresca taste like? Okay, you know that feeling oh. that you get sometimes <laughs> when nah. you're just like, man, I wish I had more. I was sort I of asking, this like, like Sprite. Oh, like... uh, it's kind of, no, no, sure. I, not really. I liked where he was going with that. Uh, imagine like if that? Sprite wasn't like, like, punchy in the face with like a lemon lime. It's just more of a subtle, mm-hmm. but it's like sweet still. It don't, don't want to punch you in the face. It don't want a three piece combo you. It's just a nice little slap, little jab. Except it's grapefruit. Yeah. However you feel about that. I don't but think like, I like grapefruit, but I like this. But like, it's not like a. Mm, this is grapefruit. You know, mm-hmm. grapefruit. Um, it's a very. Else- refreshing bubbly splash of awesomeness in your mouth love that have you seen that video of that lady ice skating in a blizzard yes that's going viral on twitter Mm -hmm. the one like imagine imagine that in a can (laughs) and you're halfway there okay that's how good Uh, that's half the battle so grapefruit it's a great fruit i will i will read you directly off the can it is a grapefruit citrus sparkling soda water. And I know mm-hmm, what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Oh, sparkling water is like bitter and gross. It's it doesn't taste like sparkling water at all. Because and sparkling like I it says sparkling soda water, but to me it's more of like a soda without the the thickening syrupy feel that sugar does to sodas. Mm-hmm. If you were to like take that out, that's what this is. It's very light, airy, pops in your mouth, almost like Pop Rocks, that kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. It's it's really tasty. You should try a grapefruit White Claw. Really get your, get your taste buds woken up. Seth and Brady have completely disengaged from the conversation. Brady, how are you? It was good. Uh, not disengaged, more so updating our lay of the week standings. Just for when we get to that, I... Uh... I've ran some some numbers and you get me the result. The results are staggering. I got you, Keegan. I got you. Keegan's in the win column. Uh, Same can't be said for some of us. Uh, Only you. (laughs) I I had a bad week. Um, Not as bad as others. And hey, we'll get to that. It's a teaser. As a teaser. Um, uh, Oh, Brady sells more. Seth can go. Seth can go. Seth, it's not important. (laughs) Nah, it's shit. Spoke. (laughs) Hey, hey, Brady, be quiet, man. Yes, sir. Um, but I, I'm doing good. I 
sitting in a new apartment. So right now I have two apartments, which sounds crazier than it actually is. I um, wrote my first. Apartment. Yeah, I wrote my first check today. Didn't know that you had to sign it. And so we were sitting there for about a minute and a half debating. That's an idiot. <laughs> do I need to sign this or not? Yeah, you signed on that little MP mm-hmm. and ended up signing it. So mm-hmm. we're all good. Luckily, there was a, a more mature woman that was working as well who has knowledge of writing checks and has practiced writing checks. So we're all good. So she got you right? She got me right. That's I, kind we, of her. Our generation gets a lot of flack for stuff we don't know how to do. And like, admittedly, I don't know how to write in cursive past my name. But like, no. I know how to sign a check. You don't know how to write in cursive? No, nah, like, like, I mean, I could do it, but it wouldn't be like technically it's just lazy. cursive. Yeah. yeah. But like, you know, the letters like a Z. I mean, sort of how a Z looks stupid or like an F. OK, you know, I, know, I know an F because Alford, like I know. <laughs> Alford. What, oh. yeah. <laughs> Say why, like, why, like... <laughs> like there is an F in my last name, Keegan. Um, but yeah, like I got that. My mom, he, like the S capital S I've seen because of my mom's name is Susan. So I've seen the capital S. I don't think I can do mm. that, honestly. I get to look like I can do it, but it. I couldn't do well, it quickly right now, certainly. We need to clarify the difference between calligraphy and people that do that and writing mm-hmm. in cursive. Writing in cursive is lazy writing. Let's okay. just not pick up our pencil at all. Because okay. we don't want to pick it up off the paper. That's I how lazy this it is. is going, Seth. Calligraphy this. is the most impressive thing I've ever seen. It is beautiful. Yeah, that's like an art. I was, was going to say exactly what I would, Alex just said. <laughs> it's awesome. That's all I know. Cursive was like poor Southern people could write perfect cursive for like generations. Calligraphy See, is legitimately an art form, so it's a little no, different. But I do understand what you're saying. The pushback I'm going to have on calligraphy, uh, while impressive, there were there was the select group of girls who during high school would, instead of taking notes uh, during class, they would spend the first. 25 minutes of the, the lesson writing the word history in like fun font or whatever and then drawing like an eyeball next to it and then they they're probably pass. they're probably in prison right yeah. now because no, they didn't learn life lessons you're just talking about nursing students oh nursing nursing students that's right that's right if you I love nursing, nursing student, students yeah i also love nursing students y'all love individual and individual nursing student for reasons unrelated to nursing maybe Keegan only loves Sarah <laughs> for her nursing degree. Uh, that implies that that's just what they do, but mm. that's who they are. That's hey, who they nursing, are. Nursing school. Nurses nurses save lives, let's be honest. <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> nursing school because nursing's cool, man. Yeah, there you go. Now, did they have color-coded notes for no reason? Yes. 100%. Is that a bad thing? They studied like hell. I'll give them that. But hey, they're way more important than surgeons. They they get they do the real work in the hospital. Promise you that. We do. And then somehow on the pedestal, Taylor is above both. Of them. <laughs> I was going to say we do have a surgeon and, and a nurse. nurse, and that's Taylor Barker for not showing up. Um, <laughs> also, Ty Barker. Ty hasn't been on this podcast in four to five years, so I mean, at this point, it's just his literally doing? his entire life has changed. Can we? That's can true. we take a vote real quick? Can we take a vote? Do we want to relegate Ty to just friend of the pod? <laughs> we get a show of hands if you want to relegate Ty. Recurring guest. Recurring guest Ty? Yeah. Okay. 
Vote passes. <laughs> Appreciate that, Keegan. <laughs> I um, we yeah, do have yeah, like we do have like sports stuff to talk about. I guess I don't know that we right. mentioned any sports yet on the podcast called Future GMs. Um, but I'll start us off. Last, uh, this is our starting five. It's fun because there's four of us, so it's a starting four. Um, last time I did five questions that I had about the NBA in-season tournament. Yeah, that was this, really fun. This time I'm just going to give you uh, five opinions that I have about the NBA season, and we're just going to see how you feel. All it's almost like a like a small version of NFL or W, but about the NBA, just a little sort of some feelers on some takes, you know, see how, see how the takes are, are being, being taken. Cause I'm going to give the take. You're going to take the take and then take what the take is. Bars. All right. Um, white rice or quinoa. Number one. We're going to need a minute. Do you have any food allergies? That's great. Whatever's well, happening there. I'm not sure what's going on. Whatever's yes. happening there is great. Cause you can hear all of it. I thought there that was go. your first take. I was there like, white go. rice over quinoa? That's old. I'm taking white rice in six over quinoa. I've never had quinoa. I don't think I've had quinoa, but I know it's Quinoa's like, like, I think it's squ- like squishy rice, uh, but Ooh. it's way better for you. Um, it's not like squishy got- rice at all. Oh. Isn't it like squishy rice? What was I thinking of? I don't know what I was thinking Maybe of. it is like squishy rice, but I remember it being more... We're getting a lot of conflicting to- reports. The brown rice. <laughs> oh, it's it's the color of brown rice. It is brown. And it's like a much smaller, like granules almost. Yeah. At least the times I've had it. It's like So you... I think the Bucks are gonna win the NBA championship. <laughs> um I've come back around to I just think Giannis and Dame are so good that it's just gonna figure itself out. Um, this is heavily influenced by the Nuggets being hurt. Um, and probably the Nuggets just like straight up not caring about the the uh regular season right now. Like I've just sort of you know, I've always thought that the Bucks were a favorite, but I'm back on they're gonna win the whole thing. Um, so just wanted to put that one out there, see how we felt. What are the injuries to the to the Nuggets? Uh, well, Jamal Murray was out for a while. And they've just sort of always had, hurt. They've just sort of had Sick. guys in and out of in and out of the lineup. Um, and like I said, they probably just don't care all that much about the regular season. So why it, would you? Um, when you're a championship team, bring back basically their entire roster minus Bruce Brown, you can sort of coast through the regular season and just be like, we'll get there. And we'll be better in the playoffs, and that's that's a fair way to view it. But like I said, I'm as like I said in the pot, I can only judge what I see, and what I see is the Bucks being the third best team in the league based on win percentage, and they really aren't even that good yet, you know. Yeah, they're still figuring some things out. When they have a game where Giannis and Dame can both be like competent basketball players. They might actually be unstoppable. I just feel like every game you see Giannis have like 40 and 15, and then Dame's like three of 19, and you're like, ah. Dame's they won run. by 30, but. Dame went like 39, 36, 33, something. I don't think it was that symmetrical, but his last three games have been pretty good. Yeah, he's been hot. Yeah, that was my one point is 
if the, in a perfect world, I would say that they're two the two most compatible superstars. If you can call Dame a superstar anymore, he's kind of nearing the end of that phase of his career. But he has some stinkers. Yeah, he's had a like he's not been very efficient shooting the ball this year, especially by obviously his own standards. But and when you are his size at his age with his shot tendency, a bad game can get away from you quick. So and you end up yeah three of nineteen. If Dame literally doesn't suck at shooting the ball in a game, I I don't think that they ever lose a game. And another thing is Chris Middleton. Love him. Love what he did that one championship run. I don't know the year, but he should never close a basketball game. 2021. He should never close a basketball game over Damian Lillard. I don't care who he's, who's guarding him. I don't care if it's Grady Dick guarding him. Give the ball to Damian Lillard and go stand in the corner. I don't know. I'm taking Middleton over Dick any day. Um. All right. <laughs> this is only option. from the one in-season tournament game that I watched. I'm not opting for Dick. I promise you that. <laughs> I don't even know what that. Um. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what else Damian Lillard is really there for, if not to have the ball in his hands the last five minutes of the game. Like, what else is, like, dramatically different about this team other than the fact that you now have Damian Lillard to close out a basketball game? And he has Giannis beside him, and he has Middleton as a third option. But, like, and and you could even, you let Giannis take you through the first, what is it, 35 minutes? 36. 36 minutes? 12, I, I would say 36. like 40 minutes and then there's 48 the minutes, final right? eight minutes. Damian. So yeah, yeah there's to... 40, there's 48 minutes of game time. Um, Brady looks like you have something to say. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, much like a, a pencil would do to a balloon. I'm a poke a hole in what we're saying, guys, Seth, Seth brought up something. He said, I think if Dame just doesn't shoot the ball horribly, as in if Dame scores, they can't lose. Right. So I, I did a quick survey of their five losses, uh, made it through the first three of them, saw the evidence I needed to see. In those three most recent losses, Dame has at least 18 points. One of them, he had 27. So he's still scoring, and, well, what, and, and, what and they're still going to lose. Percentages? The one I'm looking at right now, 11 of 24, 27 points. Plus nine on the plus minus, though. He was their most efficient player, according to this metric. And <laughs> that's all that matters. I don't think that means efficient. Ah! It, it, it does. It, Plus minus has nothing to do with efficiency. <laughs> okay, but it does. When you, you think about it. I mean, you could be 0 of 11 and still be plus 15 if you have the right teammates. Hey, you were efficient. You were efficient at your team being better. Yeah, That's we efficiency. Uh, we call it the Chris Moore stat. <laughs> Simo. All right, please proceed. I'm sorry to be a distraction. I'm a bad well, person. You, didn't even finish your point. Was it, did you finish what you were you, saying? You named one game where he shot under 50%. <laughs> the other game I saw he shot above 50% and they lost and he had 20 points. So um just goes to show I'm just I'm just poking holes in arguments, guys. So don't hold water. 
Damian Lillard is the free throw merchant, though. Like, has he always gotten to the line this consistently? Yes. Well, color <laughs> me surprised. No, I mean, yeah, he's been one of the better um, free throw dr drawers, foul drawers, however you want to say that. He's been one of the better play pe players at getting to the line for multiple years now, basically since he became the quote on, you know, the, the superstar era of Damian Lillard where he was making relatively bad Blazers teams cons considerably better than they actually are. It was because he was able to get downhill whenever he wanted and at the, he would either draw a foul, the defense would have to adjust, he could create create a three-point shot off of that. Nurkic was serviceable enough um, in pick and roll, things like that. But um, mostly to answer your question, yes, he's always sort of shot off. I'll tell you what, you give Brady Dames a whistle, he's suiting up for your Auburn Tigers. 100%. 100%. Brady's unironically taller than like 40% of all Auburn starting point guards of the last 10 years or so. Yeah, I don't try to brag about my height being an advantage over because <laughs> it's not really that you division can one players. No, no, you can't control it. Uh, but if I could control it, let's just say I'd be in the association right now. I'd be eight <laughs> foot one, and I would be a and, menace. And your legs would be like hard spaghetti before you cook it. And Ooh. I would I would poke you, and you would just like collapse. Chet Holmgren? <laughs> Basically. I just wouldn't but worse. I wouldn't play defense. I would just I wouldn't have to. I would just stand I would just lurk and just dare people to shoot. Brady wouldn't would, have the patchy beard though. I would just lurk. True. Oh, it's true. I know, I know better. I'd shave it. Are you just I'd gonna goaltend? What do you mean just lurk? I'd lurk. <laughs> <laughs> Next Fair question. Up, dude. <laughs> I'd be um, about six two. No, you I'd don't stand. No, it's an overrated height. You got to be taller. Well, I don't want to. Seth is I'm actively six to make it to uh, the NBA. I could be so six I... two and be in the NBA. Sorry, you I tell could. you what. I'm not saying me personally. I'm saying <laughs> people that are six two can make it to the NBA. If, if yeah, you were, sure. if you were six two, we are losing that three v three basketball game. I'll <laughs> say that true. right now. That is true. You're losing it already, but especially if you're six two. Um Y'all might get a game. Joel Embiid's gonna win MVP again. Um Joel Embiid's Ooh. going crazy. I don't know if like I don't know if we've like talked about it enough because we, we haven't really like Joel Embiid, but he is putting up just dumb numbers. And the Sixers are what? They're third, they're eighteen and eight. So they're two games back of the, of the one seed. Obviously, it's very early to be talking about two games back, blah, 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 seeding and stuff. But, like, if they're the two seed and the Nuggets are the three seed and Giannis doesn't, like, separate himself, they've shown they're willing to give a dude two MVPs in a row. It's the third one mm -hmm. that, they trip, that trips him up. I just I think we're currently on a path for Joel Embiid to win another MVP. I mean, if he keeps it up, I think it's almost a guarantee. I mean, he's averaging 34, 12, and 6 with a steal and two blocks a game. I, I'm not, you know, 
I'm not a an all knower of everything, but I think those are pretty good numbers <laughs> just compared to history. Because he's playing better than he was last year when he won the MVP. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, um, kind of a guarantee. Gar- I, I wouldn't say guarantee simply because, like I said, if Giannis, if they go on a run, the Bucks are the one seed by like 12 games. Something crazy happens there. If If the Nuggets go on a run... It feels like they'd be willing to give Jokic a third. Like the media would be willing to do that. Um, nah, I don't think they love it. But like the early, early talk that the like the conversations that genuinely don't matter in MVP conversations um, was like, oh, we're gonna give Jokic another one. So like, I think that they're ready to do it. Um, but man, it's gonna be very difficult if the Sixers are. Like I said, if they're the three seed and if they have a better record than the Nuggets, I think they gets it pretty easily, I guess. Well, as we're talking about this, he has scored 12 straight. Um, yeah. But it's Luca's year. It's always ha- it, it always has been. It always will be until he wins it. He just puts up absurd numbers. And I don't know free throw attempts. I just know that I hate the way that NBA plays basketball. Because he just rolls around on the ground half the time. And I guess it works. He's got a better whistle than Dame somehow. But he's literally, I think, him and Chris Paul are my two least favorite basketball players of all time. Maybe even athletes of all time. And I don't even hate Chris Paul. I just think it's funny that he has never won anything. Just for the Cliff Paul CP0 memes. Embiid is a bum, and <laughs> it would be a travesty if he wins MVP again. Because he's going to play the either the Celtics or the Bucks in the quarterfinals or semifinals and lose in five. And I'll be you booking it. Book it. It might not even get to five. She. Tyrese Maxey, though, mm. is awesome. He is awesome. He might be a top five favorite player in the NBA. Roller coaster for you with the Sixers, huh? Oh yeah, <laughs> a lot of conflicting opinions there. Brady, hey, he's a six-two six-two guard. Uh, my only thought about Joel Embiid is that he's from Cameroon, yeah, but he decided to play for the United States. Uh. In the is it FIBA or the Olympics? Which one? What FIBA? Right? Olympics. I don't know. It was the Olympics. Olymp- the Olympics. FIBA happened, um, so he decided to play for the United States in the Olympics because we, we lost. Um. Yeah, you know, it feels like there's a lack of loyalty within NBA. I think that's like a a root issue with him. I'm going to be out on him. I'm going to be out on Embiid because uh, he's not uh, loyal to, to the Cameroon. Yeah, yeah, you're loyal to your roots. So, uh, going to be out on Embiid and on Maxi. Uh. More of like a buy and sell kind of deal. Sell Embiid, buy Maxi. If you're in a dynasty NBA league, that's what I I'm doing. not sure if that would a, be a super smart. No, I will sell Embiid tonight. There it is. I have Maxi in a dynasty NBA league actually. And good. Hey, um, don't don't sell him. Yeah, you're welcome for that. By the appreciate way, appreciate that. Uh, Seth, if you're open to trading Joel Embiid, hit my line. Um, I'll move on to to another one. Clippers are back. 
so back. They are so back. They might win the West. I'll say it. Look, they're back. It is what it is. They got Kawhi's going to be the best player on the court pretty much every series. I mean, he wouldn't be the best player in the court against the Nuggets, obviously. Arguably wouldn't be the best player in the court against the Mavericks. Other than that, I think you could pretty easily make an argument that he would be the best player on the court. Uh, what what did I say was third? You said third, yeah. Checks out. Which, that's crazy, but... I mean, he's not better than Embiid uh, or Giannis. Or... Yeah, he had to be better than one of those two. And I know you think it's... He's not better than Embiid, though. He he is. Go go look yeah. up the meme of Joel Embiid crying walking into the locker room. That was like I know that, that was ago. 17 that years was ago. But he Donald still Trump hasn't done anything after that. Um, Neither is Kawhi. Yeah, because Kawhi has roast beef knees. <laughs> you know what they always say, the best ability is the ability to play the games. Availability? Is... Availability, yeah, there you go. I know. Well, I know what this is. The only thing is to uh, get this bread. Joel Embiid <laughs> is always available for vacation during the Eastern Conference Finals and the NBA Finals. I bet he's got a pretty comfortable spot to watch the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. He's got that 90-inch TV. Yeah. Home theater. Come on. Surround sound. Definitely not on the court. Not even court side. He's such a bum. Oh, my gosh. Is he well-respected amongst his peers? Do his peers like him? Joel Embiid? I mean, he's he's pretty good at the sport. I think many some of his peers probably like him. Oh yeah, he's got some major issues with a couple of his peers, and all of those peers have been his teammates. So that's not Mm -hmm. like great from that perspective. But those teammates were James Harden and Ben Simmons, both of whom actively tried to implode the Seventy Sixers from within. Mm. Um, Jimmy Butler loves him, and they like they're they're boys. So James Harden also tried to implode his body to get traded. Which he but, uh, has successfully done like three times. Mm-hmm. Puts he on that fat it. suit. Puts on the fat suit. Goes to where he wants to go. It just keeps happening. I've never seen anything <laughs> like it. It's, it's honestly so impressive. Um, but it's happened yet again, and he's back too. Which yeah, he's hooping. It was always like he's not Houston James Harden, but like he was good last year. He just didn't like the Sixers. And the playoff issues are very real, but you have Kawhi Leonard, so it it offsets everything with James Harden's concerns. Paul George has been has had both ends of the the playoff spectrum there, so you can't really say with him. Russell Westbrook is a sixth man now, so like we're not really worried about him. They they can switch, they can play with anybody on the offensive side of the ball. Zubac is unlocked because that's what James Harden does. He makes unskilled big men a lot of money and gets them a lot of points and makes them look better than they are. Or gets them an MVP. <laughs> or gets them an MVP. Well, calling Joel Embiid unskilled would be wildly um, incorrect, <laughs> but still. I just think he's not back. If y'all forgot. I've never once forgotten back. it. Thank you. So, like, what about the Alamo? 
Do you remember the Alamo? I always remember it. Good. Don't no, forget no, it. The, no, no, the difference, Brady, is okay. you you can never forget 9-11. Mm-hmm. Never mm-hmm. forget it, okay? No, never. You have to actively be remembering the Alamo. Mm-hmm. At all times. At all times. That's it good. has to be at the front of your mind because you have to remember it. You have to remember it. I mean, some things oh. you don't forget, some things you always remember. Correct. Moment of vulnerability here. I did not think of the Alamo yesterday. <gasps> and you know what? That's that's po- that's personal growth. As well, I'm to get better. Ungrateful. <laughs> Way to put a hand up. Way to put a hand up, Seth. <laughs> I'm walking the line. It's like that commercial where the kid admits to the ref, like hey, he was. Oh already. no! Don't no! Don't ever give no. <laughs> That's just if that, ever hap- if that ever happened in real life, that person is not leaving the timeout circle, the little team meeting. Totally. He's getting he really these would hands. Get, like you get jumped. Like it, someone would slap him across the back of the head. The coach awesome. would even be like. Shut up. <laughs> Coach Peel, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Go he didn't down. even see Who it. are you talking to? He did. Go sit down. Hey, what he's he got I touched the ball, Coach. No, you no, didn't. You, didn't. No, you, you don't even know what you're talking you're about. You're not even on the team. What do you What do you mean? <laughs> Rip his jersey. jersey. You've played two minutes. You're not ruining this for me. You don't even We did here. this because we were supposed to. You were Make-A-Wish. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Shouts out to the Make-A-Wish oh. community. Um. So that's number three. We're really good at getting through things like this, right? Um, yeah. ra- is it the Rascal Flat song? Is that the My it's Wish? My Wish. <laughs> that might be a top seven song of all time. We should, <laughs> we should aspire in our, you know, when our kids are, you know, elementary age, to convince one of their teammates that suck, you know, the right field kid, uh, <laughs> the the tenth man, that they're make a wish. <laughs> that oh. they have a terminal. <laughs> Wait, why would, why would why, we do that to someone else's child? <laughs> so hundred percent gonna be Ty's child. Yeah, I'm not doing it to my kid. That's mean. That's Ty's. Ty's a friend of the pod. You can't be mean to a guest. <laughs> <laughs> How dare I speak poorly of a guest? I apologize. That's crazy. What is going on? We're terrible people. <laughs> Brady wants um, to convince a kid he's got a. That's, yeah, that's, the wildest, that's one of the wildest <laughs> things we've said on this podcast. <laughs> not my kid. Who did it to my kid? That's, that's worse. worse. <laughs> it would be better oh, if you did it to your child. No, Brady, no Brady's kid's going to be playing shortstop. That's right. That's right. Brady's kid's going to be a hell, hell of a catcher. 67, 67 <laughs> fielding percentage. Brady's <clears throat> kid's going to have Yadier Molina's <laughs> arm strength, but like Josh Allen's arm accuracy. <laughs> it's yeah, field watch out! That left fielder is going to get got. <laughs> uh, I've decided to give up on my NBA thing at this point. We've been, we're, we're too many minutes in, and I'm on them. I don't even. I mean, I didn't really have two more, so this is good. Um, <laughs> Dilla was going to be. It's the, like a starting five with four guys. Exactly. Dilla was going to be that. I think the Thunder might actually be contenders. Um, sneaky, but they're probably not. So it's really like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're better than the Wolves, and I don't think they're better than the Nuggets. So, are and they really contenders? Than, they can't. I will be the say, Kings. you you guys know my stance on this, so I'm not going to elaborate any further. But they were America's team, and they actively employ 
predator. A predator. Yeah. The, the and then and then tweeted the out vote for him for the All Star game. That was crazy. I don't know. Like what? You the the whoever was in charge of their social media should have should have stopped that. That was that's crazy. I was gonna say earlier when we talked about Embiid, I was like, yeah, he's you're probably right. He is gonna win a second MVP and then not make the. Eastern Conference Finals. He's going to be remembered as the Carl Malone of his generation. Oh, geez. I'm not, not. going to put that. I'm not going to put that on Joel Embiid. No, he doesn't deserve he's, that. He's not, yet, not at least. He's not that bad of a, of a guy. He's a better person than that. Yet. Speaking yet. of bad guys, can we finally? You know, Giannis has always been the good, lovable face Giannis of a franchise. A is he a bad guy? Yes, he's. He's. I. I do actually think he might be a bad person. Are we calling him a bad guy just because of the ball situation? Well, that was hilarious. I, what I else was, did he do? The latter thing when when he when actively a, shoved down Tyrese Halliburton for he's no also reason. Like, all, there's like a compilation of him being like dirty. Yeah, just him like putting his foot under people trying to land. Like he, he like kicked Mike Dunleavy in the chest or something crazy. Oh, well, maybe he's a bad person. I apologize. No, he, he used he, he used to have rage. Think about this. If okay, if Grayson Allen I knew you were going there. Hall and Greek and loved Oreos. That's I had never heard of Duke. Never heard of Duke. Who's Coach K? We don't he'd, know. He'd be a bad person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still. And he yeah. still has the coolest Chick-fil-A order where he ordered fifty nuggets after he had a fifty piece to close out the That's NBA cool. finals. That's I understand cool. Giannis's frustration. If there wasn't video evidence of a Bucks staff member running on the court immediately to get the ball. Like as soon as the buzzer went off, there was someone in a Bucks pullover and a Bucks like tag, like media tag grabbing the ball from the referee. That is true. And just Pretty like incriminating. Did no one tell him? Did he just like not believe like how does that happened, and then we still go try to fight an entire basketball team. Yeah, he ran a three eight forty to get to that locker room. <laughs> he wanted that ball more than anyone. And the burners. The burners. Just, I mean, I still like Giannis, but I do think he might sort of be a bad person. Yeah, but feels like most people. Like Michael Jordan's a bad person, and everyone loves him. Yeah, you can be, you can be bad, and people will still love you. None of us are good. Ain't no one, ain't not one of us is good. That's right. That's right. Yeah, but I'm not bad. (laughs) (laughs) You know, (laughs) you could be not good and also not bad. He can think he's good, doesn't he? I mean, look at the way he's dressed. He's good. How much gel's in that hair, Keegan? Zero. How much cocaine's in those pockets? Maybe a little. No, she got a little (laughs) nosebleed going. What's up? (laughs) He's he's got a $20,000 suit on right now. You guys can't see it. This suit was like $75 from ASOS, and it's awesome. ASOS, good shop. Good this, shirt, shop. this one shirt costs more than the suit. That's just because you it. stole the suit off a homeless person for entertainment. It was <laughs> your last bit of clothing. You would. Garrett, you would do Garrett, that. He was just trying to get a job. You're That's taking right. the suit. Oh, you're. I thought you'd been... I'm just trying to get a no, job. The, no, the homeless man was trying to get a job. Yeah. <laughs> Upper one percent, Keegan. What is, taking away from the working man? What is that? I know, Brady. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> What's I know that you're beautiful not Will Smith movie? 
Oh gosh. Oh, is it Pursuit, Pursuit of Happiness? Happiness? Yeah. yeah. Love that movie. Keegan, Ooh. you're still a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> How did you do anything, guys? No, but both can be true. Just wearing Pursuit of Happiness. Relatively su- cheap suit. Pursuit of Happiness is good. Keegan is a bad guy. <laughs> Things could be way. good, but people can't be good. That's true. That is that is very true. <laughs> um speaking of good things, would anyone would like to give a good starting five topic? Because we're 30 minutes in. We have, we've um, done exactly one. Somewhere yeah, it, Ty is shaking in his boots right now Ty, listening. Ty, Ty hates the oh, imagine. I don't think Ty listens to the podcast. Are you kidding? Friend of the podcast. Uh, I'll go, guys. I'll go. Take it away. Um, for, my, for my starting five, I, I'm going to do a guy uh, related to the NBA who... He didn't want me to make him the starting. He didn't want this publicity. He he he. I'm doing it against his wishes. I'll put it that way. My guy's gonna be a guy who's who's unemployed. Kenny Lofton Jr., big Kenny, friend of the mm. pod, got released, got waived by the Memphis Grizzlies the other day. Um, very sad. It, he he's a frequenter of our tears list. You know, a lot of jests at him. The old gold corral. <laughs> he didn't. Western sizzling. Western sizzling type guy. You know what I'm saying? Big buffet. Here's the thing. When I look at him, I, I see Zion Williamson without the immortality. That's who he is. Okay? Zion Williamson's basically immortal out there it, when he, when he's healthy. All right? He, he plays like... <laughs> All right, here's, here's what I'm thinking. Here, here's what I'm thinking. I think to all the NBA GMs that listen to this pod, probably 10, 15 by my math, I have a perfect fit for where Kenny Lofton Jr. should end up. Okay. New Orleans. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. No, no, they got too many. The buffets would be empty. No beignets. No. He needs to go to the New York Knicks. And here's why he would be a per- perfect New York Knick because they could trade him immediately, they'll sign and trade. Because the New York Jets need an offensive line. They need a left tackle so bad. <laughs> they could pull off the first ever interleague trade. Uh, Mackay Becton awesome. not getting the job done? <laughs> he's got what? Mackay Becton. <laughs> I think he's I think he prefers being hurt, actually. I think he's <laughs> he enjoys injury. Um so future all pro left tackle, Kenny Lofton Jr. How big it is, is Kenneth? It is crazy looking at Kenneth Lofton Jr. And him playing basketball and not football. That's just not... like six seven three bills. Who said six seven two seventy six? If that guy doesn't switch sports immediately, <laughs> that is a big say... two seventy six though. It is. No, I think it's a big two seventy six <laughs> because of what we're like comparing him to, right? Two seven two seventy six against other left tackles. He's looking relatively thin. Being able to sustain a 276-pound body while playing basketball. That's crazy. Generation. Like, it might be, um, this is sort of a bummer, but, like, Caleb Swanigan had a lot of weight issues before. Oh, man. And, like, he stopped playing basketball, and it got, like, not good for him. So, like, I I hope that that doesn't happen for Kenneth Lofton Jr. Ooh. Unfortunately, I got a full-body picture of Kenny. He has what? wide. He has wide ankles. You got offensive linemen, great on by their ankles. Thin ankles, light on their feet. You know, 
dexterity. Yeah, and that's what I do think that's probably um, a very important piece of it is that Kenneth Lofton probably runs a 5'8", 40. Like he's probably a right guard. He's a guard. Yeah, he can be a guard. He's the slowest guy. He can be a guard. Guards pull all the time. They don't have to. Not familiar with his game off the court, but <laughs> if he can, if he can maybe pull a defensive in the game, tackle. Vince Some run stuffer in the middle. I feel like he's a good guy, though. Like you I, can't be a good guy and and be uh, a defensive well, well, tackle. No. He's not a good guy. No one can be a good guy. Wait, he's a. He seems like a very calm up, guy. I was looking up Caleb Swanigan because y'all brought him up, and I know, I know who that was. He, it was he died. Yeah, what happened? Passed, yeah, he passed he, away. he's no longer with us. What happened? Up. I don't actually remember what exactly happened, but um, I think it was just health complications. Yeah, I think of it was sort of his weight. His yeah, his weight kind of maybe I'll, during COVID. Um. Oh wow! Yeah, it was a. That's why I said it was a bummer because it was a really sad story. Actually, um, Caleb Swanigan, because uh, I love Caleb Swanigan. I remember when the Blazers drafted him. Um, I was like, oh, this guy's, this guy's good, and he was so good in college, dude. He was really good. Mm. He had, if I remember correctly, he had incredible footwork. Oh, he yeah, he would for a, for a big cook man. everyone in the post, and was like a good passer and could shoot relatively well for a college big. Like it was. He's a well-rounded player, like I said. It just it didn't work out for him in the NBA, and um, things sort of turned bad. So, hmm. yeah. R.I.P. Caleb Swanigan. Brady, you done with yours? I got a good transition. I, I'm done. Oh. We're we're kind of speaking about weight here, and um, I'm going to talk about the early signing day for college football. Jeremiah Smith, who's the consensus number one prospect. Mm-hmm. In the entire country. It's like a 6'2", 210 wide receiver. The best we've ever seen. Oh, that's awesome. He was on video and said, I'm signing to Ohio State. Pulled out his paper and did a fake signature. Didn't, ben didn't touch the paper. Ohio State is still waiting to receive his national letter of intent. Seriously? His name is Jeremiah that's Smith. Awesome. Looked like he signed, you know, three letters. Signing day is awesome. And the fact that he had the gall to fake a signature just so I assume get last minute bid offers from like Miami or Florida State is awesome. So is he coming to Auburn? (laughs) (laughs) No, come on. Come on. I I, unfortunately uh, no. But but I think theoretically he could, yes. Mm. Much like Brady could go play offensive tackle for the New York Jets. <laughs> it's true. I could. They could. Yeah. And as then, of, as of one hour ago, he still had not sixty-five minutes. He still had not sitted his. Um, yeah, no, OI. it's awesome. There's literally a video. He announces it. I'm sticking with the Ohio State University. Which is how did the heck did they coin the the Ohio State? How did they get that? That's awesome. Pulled out the paper, looked like he's signing it. The pen is clearly hovering over the paper the entire time. He never touches the paper. They're still waiting. It's awesome. On a similar note about college uh, football signing day, all my homies hate KJ Bolden. Who? 
Exactly. Oh, <laughs> bad eval, what a take. That's yeah, we fine. didn't want him anyway. No, so, no, 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 no. He's he's literally a dog, though, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yeah, who cares, I mean, though? At the end of the day, if you're a college football recruit, going to the back-to-back national championship isn't a bad idea. or Not anymore, but it's not a bad idea. I mean, I get it. But now, am I, turning I still down hate him. A million dollars or whatever the crazy amount he was getting? Nope. Here's nope. my thing. Why commit? Like, why would it, why do any of these players commit if they're actually still open to recruiting? I got no issue if you don't commit. That's completely fine. But, like, what is the point of a commitment if you're still... Like, you don't... No one's making you commit. Uh... Like, they're... There might be some like NIL, NIL, NIL things that like you, if you commit, will give you six thousand. I don't know. There's some dumb stuff like that, but like no one's making you do any of that. That's I just what I was understand. gonna say is, like they might go ahead and commit because there might be like an NIL deal lined up for like once he becomes a true commit. So That's what I'm probably, saying. Like they might just like want them to go ahead and get that. Rolling. Surely these teams aren't dumb enough to be given the money before they sign anything, right? Uh, no, some, some like I know. I say I know. I I have been led to believe a guy for Ole Miss, guy that Auburn wanted, Camarian Franklin, okay, D lineman out of Mississippi. Uh, he, to my knowledge, Ole Miss was like, if you sign now, like we'll start paying you. Um, so he's been getting payments apparently. Um, and he was like all Auburn until they offered him that, which like, yeah, I'm taking that. Come on. I'm in high school getting a bag from a college. Come on. Um, I think there's only two other reasons I could see to getting to committing early other than like boosting your NIL and making other programs desperate. Hey, if you're like a quarterback, want to be later at the class, you want to recruit others, build around you. I get that. Or if you're like low four star, high three star, and it's like, you have a spot in the class right now if you take it, but if you don't, we might move on. And it's like, oh, okay, I'll get in the boat. But if you're like an elite guy, but I, like, I don't know what you're. I don't and, know why and you're I doing. that does make sense. But like those teams will take that offer from you. Yeah, like all the they do it all the time. Like if you mm-hmm. if you commit a year early and then they don't want you anymore, they will say your yep. offer is no longer committable. Like and like that's not their fault. Like you said, I do understand why they someone in that situation would commit, and it does suck that that happens, but. Mm-hmm. So it's not fair of me to be like, oh, why are they committing? If So, yes, okay, I'm into my original statement. That part is understandable. But, like, and if you are actually committed, if you are actually completely intending on signing and not that interested in other places, yeah, obviously, go ahead and commit. I just don't. And I guess if you are getting paid before you sign nowadays, then. I'm signed. Tell me where. I say there's a lot Give me of a there's a lot of plus pluses there, but yeah, I it, guess it, it seems makes more sense now than it did before when George Pickens was committed for a year and a yeah, half. Yeah, he was never going to Auburn, day. though. But yeah, like, that why did he say it was? Did I don't know? <laughs> it seems like the gray area where like the difference between like dating and then being in a relationship, like two people meet, they're in the talking phase. 
Does that talking phase, is that technically over when they go on a date? Are they in the dating phase? But then mm. people think, oh, we're dating. We're boyfriend, girlfriend. So it's like people think that we're committed, but we're not signed yet. Mm-hmm. It I made also, more sense in my head. I don't know if that made any sense at all. I like it. I, I What I don't like is people will be committed and then like they'll tweet out a month later, I'm officially shutting my recruitment down. 100%. I'm like, that's what a commitment should have done. Was to shut your recruitment. You should that's have, my whole thing. Yeah. You shouldn't it have is. to clarify you're shutting it down once you've committed to a school. You're not committing. You're just putting a jury. I don't know. You're, you're, not, you're halfway committed. You're, so you're, you're just not committed. naming a leader. Naming a and leader. It's, it's like a real boomer take to be like, oh, kids these days don't know the value of their word. But like, what, like, for real, why could, like, no, like, my biggest thing is no one is making any of these dudes. No one made Cam Coleman commit to Texas A&M. And I get Texas A&M fired their coach. There was a lot of turmoil there. So that's not the same as every situation. No one made LJ McCray commit to Florida. Loser. He ended up going there. It worked out for them. But like for multiple weeks, there was everyone in the world getting like. Maybe I just it's just the fact that I have never once been in a position where I thought like an elite at level athlete. But like, I just don't. Yeah, I don't get it. I I get the idea of maximizing your value. And so if they're like, you, you speak about the value of your word, I'll tell you what, the value of my word is $1 million. And if you <laughs> give me that, then I'll change. Like, I understand that. And I'm not saying that I'm, I I believe that I have high integrity, but also a million dollars is a lot of money. And so I, I, I understand it. Now, do I think that they should commit publicly? Probably not. Be a little silent commit. We the, Twitter doesn't need to know about it until you're signed. I have a price on my integrity. Probably about a million bucks as well. It's I'll close. be a good guy till then. I mean, depending I'll, on I'll what... I'll act like, like a good guy. Depends depending on the guy. what you want me to ruin my integrity for. That price may be lower. <laughs> what's What's the worst thing you would do for $10,000? Hit someone with a car, probably. Tax fraud? At what speed? Not, like, I would, I wouldn't kill someone for $10,000. Oh, like, yeah, like, I would injure them. <laughs> like, how bad of an injury? Like, broken rib? Just, like, a normal get hit by a car. Like, 35, like like a, I don't know. Like, a 15-mile-an-hour car accident. Yeah, like, 25? Like, in the parking lot. Mild He's not going pressure. over 30. Well, I did say 35, but... Yeah, 35. Like, a relatively low speed that wouldn't kill someone. A little shattered windshield never hurt nobody. No, no, no. I, I take it back. Whatever speed would get me to their hospital bills being less than the money I'm receiving. Because mm. then I could justify it in my head be like, oh, it wasn't even that bad. Well, then I'll, you're you're just going to have to give them a little cut. But <laughs> then what if they sue you are expensive. Well, Why would they be suing me? If you hit them in a car? Oh, brother, I'm suing. No, in, what, what, what if why would I be getting $2,000 if I'm going to get sued? It's more than punitive, it's emotional. What if he doesn't have a license plate and he's wearing a ski mask? They don't know who it is. Good point. That's true. That's, That's true. what I, I'm not going to just hit someone with a car for $2,000. It's if not amateur Alex. If there's a possibility that they could sue me, obviously. 
Well, I was just wondering. And I'd, then also, I'd, I'd probably spit on somebody or in like the offering basket at church. That's probably the worst whoa, thing you can do. Whoa, what? That's like an awful thing I can I'm not of. spitting on the ties. I, I would spit on the ties. The money still gets used the same. It's just unfortunate. You wouldn't. It would take you ten thousand dollars to spit on somebody, dude. That's just disgusting. You give me twenty bucks, and it's. I, say, it's I would do it for like five hundred, maybe. I don't like. I don't know. Like, when I said somebody, like 10, I was thinking. I was thinking elderly. A random but... person would be a lot more elderly. Come on, I don't man. know if I could do it, though. Keegan, how much? How much did they give you to take that jacket off at homeless man? <laughs> <laughs> uh, free. Oh, yeah, there I was no day. It was all Keegan's idea. <laughs> I was just walking down the street and needed a jacket. Super, <laughs> you didn't even need a jacket. You weren't even cold. I was gonna say he had that exact thing on, but he put it in his car so that he could go take the homeless beds. <laughs> I just, you know, it's good to have backups. <laughs> you, we just said that Keegan's jacket was free. You know what else was free? Dumb. All of Florida's recruits. Ooh. Yeah, Except that, for LJ McCray. So and that quarterback, right? They have DJ Lagway, who I think is like a special elite guy. He's LJ McCray, who's a, an elite guy. After that, I literally think they lost like 10 to 15 <laughs> I mean, people. Every other tweet I saw was blank and blank flips from Florida to SEC or Miami. And then this is going to be the good of the week, so I'm going to have to find a new one. And then Billy Napier walks up to the podium and he says, were you guys not entertained? <laughs> what? <laughs> what a bum. Did he Hilarious. Actually? I don't know if he actually did. That was from a tweet. And so, like everything that I say, Twitter is, you know, the gospel. It's truth. And so Billy Napier did that, according to this guy on Twitter. Sunbelt Billy. Um. Yeah, no, Florida fell apart. To go back to a thing Keegan said, Keegan, you said you'd do tax fraud for $10,000. <laughs> if I could get away with it, I'd do tax fraud for free. <laughs> if I could get away Just with it, I would never pay, pay to pay do taxes. tax fraud. Yeah. Well, depending That's on how little point. you owe each year, the government really won't care if you don't do it. Like If you owe like 30 bucks, they, they're not going to send somebody after you. Keep that in mind. What if you well, Mark owe... Ingram's dad committed a lot of fraud and went to jail. So did Wesley Snipes. What if we owe a lot of people small amounts of money? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry, I couldn't even get that out. I don't know. A lot laughing. of people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, they uh, might come, come looking for you. <laughs> yeah, probably. The government's a... Our justice system's corrupt. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just kidding. That's what they teach you at Old Miss Law. <laughs> that is. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. Uh... This leads beautifully into my uh, my starting five. Just like a perfect match because Keegan Murray dropped 47 on the Jazz. And he's incredible. And it's exactly what the Kings need, which is a perfect combination with tax fraud <laughs> in so many ways. Incredible and in what we need. Yeah. That's real. Kings do it. Correct. Kings. <laughs> it's incredibly efficient and and they get away with it. You get away with it. And they versatile multiple times. Oh well you can do it a lot. Do we worry that the league will catch up to Keegan Murray 
because oh, usually audit the kings. Yeah, usually they get audited. Oh, that's California. I mean, that means uh, making thirty yeah, percent of the salary. The government will probably like put a hit out on Keegan Murray for doing that. Ooh, on some JFK but, type stuff. Yeah, because that's just what the government does. That they kill and, like, all our leaders. Not eleven and stuff. <laughs> United States government batting a thousand on JFK themselves. MLK, Keegan Murray. <laughs> oh, where have we gone? I, I'm <laughs> glad that we're saying Keegan Murray's name was one of the greats because he deserves it. I've, Keegan I, Murray really is awesome, though. I've always been high on Keegan Murray. Um, going into the draft, I <laughs> always said that Keegan Murray would be the guy I took outside of like the main three dudes. Paolo, Chet, and Jabari. I was saying at the time that I would have taken Keegan Murray over Chet because I just didn't think Chet was going to be what I he think, is. But. I think I said that he's just Jabari but good at basketball. He's got like three more but years But he's also on. like he's like 37. <laughs> and, and he about to retire? He is old. No, nah, Keegan Murray is old. I'll he's like that. 24 already, I think. That could but be like really exaggerative, but he's like well advanced compared to like in a what they need since Jabari oh really this year, but what? Guess what? What? Guess Keegan Murray's birthday. January sixth, the same as 19, Chris Murray. Nineteen. The same as Chris Murray, but also nine eleven two thousand one. Same as me. Oh. Oh, that's cute. Like August same 19th, day. August nineteenth, two thousand. Well, oh, let me put that in the calendar. That's so cute. I had no idea. Eight nineteen. We really are connected. Oh, those are yard twins. You're the long lost triplet. Because we're so alike. He's right. What's your social? What's your social? Don't uh, probably probably don't say your social on. <laughs> what's your social key? The podcast. Which which numbers do you need? The last four. One two three four. Probably don't say that. Either. No, it's. <laughs> One, two, three, four doesn't feel accurate. No, it's it's incorrect in case y'all are wondering. There is someone out there with the social security number that ends in one, two, three, four, right? Surely. There's gotta be a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nah, there's really? no way, right? There's Except gotta you really, be. You really struggled to go in ascending order there. <laughs> well, I was following the format that I always see it. <laughs> oh, so I was I like making the... sure that I didn't say ten numbers instead like, of nine two, numbers. Ah. It's three, four, three, um, three, uh, four, five, <laughs> five, six. Uh, it's like remembering the format of a haiku. Seven, five, seven, 13, five, five, seven, five. Did you say it was three, three, four, two, three? four? Oh, three, two, okay. four. Three digits, yeah. four digits, three digits. Is your social? No. <laughs> no, it's not. Brady, <laughs> what is your social? <laughs> <laughs> Brady doesn't know. It's good that you didn't say your social because Brady would have understood it. Wow, wow. <laughs> Who who's really struggling to count up that? Eye? Brady would have been like, "That's your, that's your." How many did it, Is it three, two, it's three, four? two, what four? It? It's one, three, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I just <laughs> yeah, I just did my social. Yeah, feel a little so feel say a little it. beat. I yeah, said, "Let's think out loud here." It starts with a four. Same. Ends in a six. <laughs> Brady's Mine's giving away too many numbers. <laughs> giving away two nights. Eleven. I mean, we all no, got to be close to the same, though. Right? Like the four is like geographic, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. We should probably stop talking about social security numbers before someone slips up and forgets this is a podcast and I have to edit it out. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Or commit tax fraud. Or if you just draft Keegan Murray. What about another uh, start? What about another starting five? Have we exhausted that? I think we've all gone. Do you just have another one? But if you have another one. No, no, no. We're starting a new live segment because we have a very special guest. Everyone, Bill Belichick made time out of his schedule to come to the podcast. So everyone, round of applause for Bill Belichick. Round of applause for Bill. Thank you for being here, Bill. Thank you for being here, uh, Bill. Bill, give us a nod if you're if you're at the podium. Are you? All right, we're gonna do we're gonna do three questions with Bill. Uh, I'll start. Hi, Bill. This is Brady Harp, FGM Pod. Uh, I just want to know what your scouting department thinks uh who you'd be targeting in the draft you should be drafting in the top 10 uh really what position you're looking to improve all of them okay thank you sir oh uh, yeah seth comfer striker spine uh quick question here bill many people know that you're a savant on the court or on the field excuse me i want to hear about your decorations in your house because I want to know if you're a savant off the field. Mm, uh, I put the Christmas lights. Uh, I am Gary for the Broncos. Thank okay. you. Yeah, Bill, this is uh this is Keegan, Keegan Hudson. I'm with future GMs as well. Um I just I just have one question. How do you feel about um the state America is in currently? Uh, we're gonna start Bailey's Abbey this week. Um, play a lot of defense. Mm, get the ball out quick. Um, white people shouldn't have rights. Um, <laughs> get ready for the Broncos. Thank you, Bill. I just, I just, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to to join us on this uh, this year podcast. Thank you. Oh, sorry, sorry. One more question. Um, this is Seth Confer again with Striker Spine. Um, many people are calling for your job and think that you're at the end of your career. What is your response to the haters? I'm just going to get rid of Marcos. I can all suck it. I'm just going to get rid of Marcos. Thank you, Bill. All right. Thank all right, you. Bill thank Belichick. You Belichick. Wow. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Thank you, Bill. You know, not Alex. often. That someone it's, takes it, their time out of day like that. What an honor! It's really. it's crazy you didn't get to ask a question, Alex. I, well, I apologize that you had to go to the bathroom for that. Yeah, I was about to say, you know, it's you know, we passed um, in the hall, but it's it happens. Things like that happen. So, um, but yeah, we want to thank Bill for his time. Um, I don't know what he said. Can't wait to hear that back. It's gonna be a lot of fun to listen to. So, um, I assume he gave a lot of got a lot gave a lot of smart thoughts. Um, but yeah, we'll move on to a discussion that we've had in the group chat this week mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that everyone on the internet has had this week. So it's it's not like we're treading new ground here, but Richard Mendenhall in a now infamous tweet suggested that um, one, white people shouldn't be allowed to talk about football. Facts. Two, 
Um, white people aren't good at football. Arguable. Three, the Pro Bowl should be white people versus black people. Uh, African-Americans. Um, whatever the correct, politically correct term is. Um, either way, we've all done our math. Tyreek Hill would put up 7,000 yards in that game. Easy. Um, it would... I've come back around to it would be a bloodbath. There's just like nothing. It wouldn't be close. There's nothing we can do to to even like almost contain Tyree. Like we could like send three dudes at him and it just wouldn't matter. It That's, would it would it would be very demoralizing uh to watch whatever defense we trot out there other than our D-line. I say our as as a white person. D-line. Uh, because it, it, it is just so mind-boggling to think of running a read option or an, or an RPO, okay, where you've got Lamar faking it to Saquon and then getting to do a little sprint out pass, and he's got Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, and A.J. Brown all somewhere beating any any secondary the white people have poor Harrison Smith is that back there by himself. It's just not fair. That is, that is, that is staggering. The numbers they're going to, their offensive drives would last 45 seconds. Well, my only thing is if we're doing, if we're adding in the caveat that the two teams can draft the, uh, the people, biracial, with, the biracial people. Yeah. Um, I think that would really help our chances. I don't know which cornerbacks are and are not biracial. Um, like Byron Murphy, maybe? That's like the one I can think of. Um, the Vikings they, st- cat? they still have most of the, the black team would still have most of the good corners too, is the issue. They would. I just think are like the main weakness is the DB position, mainly cornerback, because there are some white safeties. I still think we would get demolished in that area, even with adding the biracial athletes. But that would make us less susceptible to getting demolished by Tyreek and AJ and it would no, it would definitely help. And you know, we as we've discussed, the offense would hold up. I really do think the offense would score. Um, I want to talk about which QB we should take because I think the answer is Joe Burrow. No, dude, I'm going to push back here because and Seth is a Seth is a Joe Burrow supporter. Oh well, obviously, if he like has a torn ACL or whatever is he's currently dealing with, we shouldn't take him. It's like his wrist ligament. But like, well, we we can't turn the ball over. We like we just can't. Any chance at all is basically fully dependent on having the ball in our hands. So we take Brock Purdy. Is honestly maybe reverse. maybe I think you know who we don't take who Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Josh he, Allen is, is a great us. playmaker, and he does add us a certain, you know. A, a facet to the game that we that Joe Burrow doesn't, but is that facet, which is, you know, sometimes a liability, is it worth it when you're trying to win the game? Yes. 
Uh I think Josh Allen would be a really good wing back for us. I think for I think for the white team to play this game well, they're gonna have to run real football, a little triple option action. Um they're gonna oh. they're gonna have to ground a pound. It, here's what I'm thinking is I mean, I don't know. I don't know, guys. Taysom Hill might be the option because he can run it. He'll lower his shoulder, throw it if he needs to. Um, a quick Google survey of uh, races uh, in the NFL and how, how it's broken up, 10% of the league would consider themselves biracial. Um, a name that's popping up right here is Christian Kirk, standout oh. receiver this year for the Jags. He would elevate – the wide receiver room immediately and he wouldn't even sniff the 53-man roster for the black team is what's crazy the african-american team whatever um terminology is most appropriate where'd we ever fall on the puka thing is he available to be drafted or so there was a pat mcafee i think he negotiated a trade by himself that says (laughs) all the islanders the polynesian population are on the white team and then and to kind of fill the need of the special team void, the all black team gets the Asian community so they can get young Waku. Oh, uh, mm. yeah. Because mm. they don't have a kicker. Mm-mm. So any field goals or they'd have to go for two. Honestly, I'd probably take my chances going for two every time. Is Kaimi mm. Fairbairn, is he, uh, what is he's, he? He's an Islander, ain't he? he, he is, say, is he an Islander? I so. Yeah. I was I just like running he... through kickers in my brain. I don't know if he'd. Oh, be we have Justin Tucker. Just, I don't know if he'd make the kicker squad. <laughs> well, I was thinking for uh, the all black team, African American team, whatever. You know, the reason we need Josh Allen. I think we could call them black people, guys. I think it, I do think it's. Okay. I, you I, know, know, I, just... I know I made the joke first, but I do think it's okay to call them black people. No, no, I started thinking about. It, I was like, I really don't want to get canceled. <laughs> I just want to give the utmost respect. You know, capital B on on black though. Well, hey, yeah. one thing we are: we're an anti-war pod, and we're a pro-inclusion pod. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so here's why we Josh Allen as our all-white quarterback. We lack playmakers. We have Christian McCaffrey. If he gets hurt, who else is there? That's true. The running back situation is a little dire past. There's We're one have in there. Jake Funk. Yeah, no. I don't know who that is. <laughs> we could. <laughs> we could technically... Austin Eckler's got to have some white in him. Nah, that's true. He's got. I do not. I would rather have that funk dude over Austin Eckler. Uh, what I'm telling you, homeboy from the from Clemson. We just oh take Shipley. Him. Yeah, we take him early, bring him out. No, if we're using a draft pick, we got to use it on the Iowa corner. Ah, oh, that's true. Uh, Austin Eckler, the Iowa corner. Iowa. Austin Eckler's mother is, is a white. Oh, sorry, Brady. No, no, I just wanted to clarify for your for your for your question. Austin Eckler's mother is of white descent and his father is half Puerto Rican, half black. So he would he would count. Okay. So we're in. We've got so, a backup. But yeah, so we have yeah, Josh Allen who is a playmaker. Joe Burrow is more of the guy that gets to your playmakers. And I don't know if I love the idea of Adam Thielen and Cooper Cup being guarded by Pat Sertan and Sauce Gardner. Making plays. I'm more okay with... We do have Kyle Shanahan teaming us up, though. That is true. We could throw out us four with Kyle Shanahan. Could we? 
Yes. If and Brock Purdy's about to win MVP, yes. Skill position-wise, if we also had CMC, us four and Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah. We're it's scoring honestly, 28 points. Honestly, the white coaching tree would look like Shanahan Collin plays, I would let Belichick do the defense, and then I'd let Pete Carroll be the overarching guy, you know, more of a morale co- culture kind of guy. I'd, I'd get Dan Campbell. Oh, Motor City Dan. I'd rather could we, could we pair Campbell and uh what I just why did I just uh, Pete Carroll? Pete Carroll, geez. Pete Carroll. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like an associate head coach, kinda like Carnell Cadillac this year. Yeah. That would work. I think you have Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan as your offense coordinators and Sean McVay. It gives a chance to get yards. I don't know the if ball we can would be score. moved. We can score. Come on. Our, our three best playmakers are tight ends. Minus it's so, Christian McCaffrey. It's so hard to... With that much talent, it's so hard to stop people. The offensive line is insane. Oh, insane. Two of them Admittedly, the, the defensive line on the other Come side on. would be very good. And I do understand that. But, like... And, and the other thing is, you know... All these guys can play receiver, but not all these. I don't know what I mean by all these guys, but like we can put someone in the backfield in like a Debo Samuel type situation to like for Christian to take a little take a little breather when he needs to. You know, we get we get someone on a on a wheel or wide receiver backfield slip screen. I don't know who exactly would be the best for this Debo Samuel comparison, but Ryan Switzer George maybe. Kittle. I don't know. George Kittle. Ryan Switzer is a coach yes. at like Tulsa. Ryan Switzer's not so sure punch for the Steelers. No. Oh no. Guys, this is horrible. I just looked up ranker.com has the best white wide receivers of twenty twenty two. You know, since a year old. It's Cooper number, Cup and Adam Thielen. That's it. Number one was Cooper Cup. Two is Adam Thielen. Three's Renfro, right? The third best receiver for the white people is Hunter Renfro, who who doesn't play. Hey man, yeah. Renfro cooked for a year though. So I feel like he still is good. I hate saying he's good because I don't want him to be good. But like well, he when it, when he plays, he kind of shreds. He was at Clemson for seven years. He was, by and num- he destroyed Bama. By number five, they're out of the league. Who is it? Uh, you ever heard of uh, Jake Bobo? Jake Bobo is like actually kind of talented. There's the Scronic guy for the Rams. Do we have I'm to have not- a discussion about the Rams? They got a oh. whole lot of frisky white playmakers. Frisky. <laughs> frisky. They're frisky. Jeez. I think the two biggest talent disparities are wide receiver and corner for both sides, respectively, of we don't have anyone that can guard Tyreek, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, who literally anyone. Anyone in that top echelon, we don't have anyone that can guard them. Conversely, we don't have anyone that can get open. Ever. <laughs> and y'all claim Cooper Cup to be I was about to the say, greatest receiver. Cooper Cup's whole league. thing That's is he's crazy. always open. He's, he's, I feel like he's a z- find your zone, sit in it, and get the ball. I think I've always been and a I don't, Cooper Cup hater. I don't think that we would get zone coverage at all. Why would they? No. no. We're not getting zone. Um, we're going to be in 13 personnel, and we're going to have Cooper Cup out there on an island, and he's not going to get it open. 
this isn't great. Uh, I also went to Ranker and looked up best white running backs. Number one, CMC, <laughs> obviously. Number two is Kyle Juszczyk. Juicy um, number three is Rex Burkhead. Didn't know he was still in the league. He, I thought he had Who was the dude that was on no clue he was Matt number, the cover? Number four, is, um, number four is the one Kobe half Gerhard? of Austin Eckler. <laughs> number okay. five is Patrick Ricard, who is a defensive lineman half the time. <laughs> number These six is another backs. fullback. Number seven is Jake oh, no. Funk. Jake Funk. Eight Let's is go. another fullback. Nine's a fullback. Ten is Tyler Algier, I guess. What? And now we're doing David dudes I've never even heard of. Tyler Algier was a BYU kid with James uh, Conner's mom is white. Yep. So this is the running back situation is also pretty dire. I'll admit. We we have CMC and then nothing. But if we can get the half of those guys, <laughs> I think we'll be all right. What what would be an appropriate line for this game? I've seen people be like 12 and a half, 13 and a half, like spread. I, I mean, if the line's at, yeah, 18, 19 and a half, maybe. Like, the white team's losing. It's just by how much. Yeah. I, do I would play that, that line all the way up to 20 and a half. The only right. reason I wouldn't go higher is that I think the only way that we can get anything is by running the ball and that wastes time. That's the only, but also we're running into miles Garrett, Micah Parsons, Aaron Donald, Chris Jones, Fred Warner. I don't know. Bobby Wagner. Who's the, that DeMar- defense is Demi- so much better than our defense. Uh, Who's the Yeah. We're not getting anything. Not yet. We're cooked. Well, hold on. Let's see. Let's see. Well, are we saying Lamar would be their quarterback. Yes. Probably, yeah. See, I think we would – that's why I think it would have to be like 12 and a half, 13 and a half. Because if we're running the football, they're not going to be gunslinging even with those receivers with Lamar. Yes, Yeah, but we can't would. tackle. Oh, they could, we can't though. tackle. That's true. I mean, what do you mean we can't no, tackle? The, the, thing the only is, thing we have are safeties. That's the we, only no, thing they do. No, we have middle linebackers that are in the say, box. We can't, <laughs> we can't play enough safeties to a- accurately – or like adequately, rather – cover the receivers they have so if we just put or if they just put two on each side someone's just going to run past whoever's standing directly in front of them you play the deepest halves you've ever seen but if okay, we play so they score in defense they score in three they're just going to run the ball <laughs> i don't know who our defensive tackle is one so Harrison we're gonna have phillips maybe we're gonna have four pass rushers and that's it Probably. I think we just load up all our good edge rushers. And I was saying, you might have to D-line. just engage eight and see if you can get there quick, quick enough. And Greatest leave play of all time. a Iowa junior corner on an island with Tyreek Hill. And if if that's not even the best matchup, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. Come on. I think we're forgetting we we do have baby Gronk. <laughs> We're also forgetting that Lamar Jackson isn't very good at throwing the football. He's been better this year. He can He's been throw really a good. deep ball, or if the or if Tyreek Hill catches the ball a yard behind the line of scrimmage, he could do that too. We're not asking Lamar Jackson. First off, Lamar Jackson can throw a football well. 
Is it is he the best in the league at throwing? I'm saying the he's ball? not a gunslinger. No, but like, y'all are saying we're going to lose because they're going to throw the ball. Well, he doesn't gunsling the because game. they don't have. They just drafted Zay Flowers. And who What's else CJ have they Stroud? ever had? Is CJ Stroud biracial? Oh, or is he? Is he? I don't think he's getting the call up yet. But I mean, if you want to go, if you want a gunslinger, and you, I mean, Mahomes they would just is draft available Patrick in Mahomes. the draft. That's what I was about to say. Mahomes they would just take Mahomes, and Lamar wouldn't even. Then we would lose by thirty. Wow, CJ Stroud is mixed. I think yeah, we pick yeah, up yeah. the phone. Yeah, we pick up the phone. Why would we take? CJ no, because he's because he's, he's better athletic. than Josh Allen. Yeah, he's, he's. Brady, can you Google search Tyran Matthew? Is he still Ooh. in the league? Yeah, I don't think so. Is he our best safety? He's on the Saints. Is he still? Yeah, thirty-one. I Let's think see. I do think he is still on the Saints, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's on the Saints. Okay. Uh, There's got to be a mixed defensive lineman out there, right? So that we could have a defensive tackle? Well, Aaron Donald's pretty with, light. With the Pat McAfee thing, if we get the I- Islanders, oh, Vita Polynesians, we get Vita Vea. Oh, yeah. That's something I But still, consider. I mean. We get some linebackers that way, too. Uh, Tuafunga from... The Niners, Halanoa Tuafunga, we'd get him. We'd get Tavai. Um, I don't Henry. know where Tavai plays now, but who's the talkie talkie guy for the Browns? I don't remember him from Hard Knocks. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. He played at Bama, didn't he? Uh, Where's Christian I... Gonzalez fall in this? Because he's like I know he's Hispanic, Latin American, right? Goodness, whew. So listen to so um, Delaney Walker, who I think is friends with Will Compton, who, who kind of went viral for this, created a roster, and it's Miles Garrett, Micah Parsons, Aaron Donald, Chris Jones, Jeffrey Simmons, if you need a nose tackle, Sauce Garner, Jalen Ramsey. He puts Darius Slay and Stephon Gilmore. I don't know if I'd go that route over um, Patrick Sertan. And then you have Derwin James, Mika Fitzpatrick, Fred Warner, Levante David, Demario Davis, and Roquan Smith. I, I genuinely think that's the 11 best players at their respective positions. I mean, those linebackers are insane compared to what we're running out there. Uh, Tara Matthew was also not mixed at all. So that, <laughs> like at all? Like at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm so. like trying to think of dudes that like. Could potentially be mixed, and I think they're just light skin. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. Um, where? So our best linebackers, Matt Milano, right? Matt Milano and uh, Jack Campbell guy. Oh, uh, Logan Wilson. Yeah, the guy. How many linebackers? How many black linebackers are you taking before Matt Milano? Is it like Uh, twelve? Oh, oh, I'm taking like. 20. Okay. I mean, I don't know Matt about line, I don't know enough about linebackers to be Is like... Is he a middle linebacker? Um, Matt Milano, yeah. He's an off-ball okay. linebacker. I know that much. I mean, we're looking at Bobby Wagner. I don't know what the difference Davis. actually is, but I know he does not line up on well, the ball. On the ball is like your Von Miller type. Correct. Hey, uh, I know we're pretty anti-pro football focus. Pro Football Focus ranked everybody, um, and it actually had Matt Milano fourth. 
in the yeah. league. No, maybe I he was not. looking at it. This was pre. This was preseason. So that's also that, that, if this is current, he's not even playing. That's yeah, that's, that's true. I'm taking C.J. Mosley and Quincy Williams before I'm taking Matt Milano. Almost well, from the Quincy Jags. Is, is Quincy not Zaire Franklin. No, no, Zaire Franklin is. Hold up. Did he just get signed by the Eagles? Oh, Quincy is a linebacker. No, that no, was, that was, that, uh, that was just Ray Lewis available. Uh, Nick get... Bolton is incredible. Nick Bolton's good. He's 11 on their Ryan list. Ryan Erlacher. Be nice. Maybe we can break him I, out of retirement. I think, would have Keekly, to be an I all, think Keekly still got something in him. It would have you know? to be an all-time yeah, he retired to he even a... be a conversation. Yep. And still, we get out-leveraged every single play in the every secondary. Play. Every play. Yeah, the secondary still doesn't have the guys. The defense gets a lot better if you start going all-time. Just because Keekly and like Keekly and Erlacher, yeah, and then safeties. You get some, like, John Lynch. Ronnie Lott. Um, Ooh, Ronnie Lott is, White? might be mixed, if I remember I'm Ronnie Lott correctly. I might be thinking of a different guy, but... He's like an no all-time way. great, though. He's certainly not white. Um, uh, or mixed. Certainly not. Certainly not. Who was I thinking of? Who am I thinking of? Is Howie... Rod- no, Howie Long is a lot Here's the, here's the dude that... Name the Here's the dude safety. that joined the army and died of like oh a, uh uh Pat Sullivan. No, Pat Sullivan. Um, Auburn Pat, Tiger Pat Great Tillman. Pat Tillman. I think it is Tillman. It's, Pat it's it's Pat Tillman. Sorry, I was quick. I was quick. There's a safety I'm thinking of. Uh, Rod Woodson. Is he is he mixed? No shot. Rod Woodson might be mixed. Is he? Let me see here. Oh, Troy Palomalu. Oh, Palomalu would be on our team because of the Islander thing. Yeah. Uh, that could be big. But still, we. I don't oh know yeah, why we're... Rod Woodson. Rod Woodson is uh, is going to be mixed. I don't know why we're oh. talking as if we still have a cornerback. It, I, I think the say, last starter. <laughs> we're the just last running every zone. Was I think in two thousand one, and he's no, he like got cut the week of. Though. And he wasn't even going against Tyreek Hill. We'd have like Jim Thorpe though. So there's that. We'd have like all the dudes from the 1912s we could play. They were playing without a face mask. 1912s. The goalpost was in front of the goal line. We could take four two five defense. We could take Paul Krause. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but we could for sure. Uh, he played in the 60s. He's 81 currently. We should do an all-time NFL draft one day. But like I'm in because with no preparation, be, just to see off the top of our heads. That would be awesome. He and who's the best tight end it. of all time? Do what? Who's the best tight end of all time? Gronk. Uh, let me answer. I was worried. Who's the best tight end of all time? You shouldn't have been worried with me. Uh, Brock Bowers in April of 2024. I love that energy, but that's what I thought he was going for, to be honest with you. No. I thought you were looking for Brock. I think he was looking for Brock. All right. um, Just to sort of guide us here. We're we're rambling. I think it's pretty clear the white tape would lose dramatically. Um, I think we could score. I just don't think we could score 
enough near enough um but there is one other thing i wanted to hit you guys with um as we've done in the past we've done these drafts slash rankings oh let's go that are um set in stone right so i'm going to ask you how many christmas movies do you think we should do the answers are either probably five or ten. I don't know if I can name ten Christmas movies is the reason I didn't say ten automatically. Five might not be that entertaining. Um, but again, I don't know Wait, if I like can name individually do five. No, no, no. So are we we'll rank as a pod? Rank as a pod. The future GMs mm-hmm. so draft is that rankings. Twenty total, or is that just five? Like be, we each go ten. It would be ten total. Like how we did the NBA rankings. Yeah, how we did top twenty. We would just do top ten. So we yeah, we go, can do ten. Oh, we can do ten. We, we can each do go twice. Can I go one? Someone would go, can I go two first. Times. I think we each, we could easily do ten. Um, let's do ten. Actually, no, do I don't want to go first. Let me get the random name generator pulled up. I definitely first is where you get in trouble. Uh, first is where you know takes fly. Sometimes second. Um, it, I can really on. only think of one. Well, you're gonna have to do better than that. Well, here's the thing: is should we? Should I name some that I'm thinking of to get the blood flowing, or should no. we just kind of let it no, 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 let no, it be no. cold? Right, let it be cold. cold. With the first pick, we will have. Don't don't be me. It's me. It's you, oh, man. Okay, so I know my pick is still alive. Then coming in at number two will be Bradley. Oh, dang it. Hey, Tony Pollard again. Let's go. (laughs) It's going to be some stupid. Can't wait for him to say the worst Harry Potter movie on some BS. Coming in at number three, people say Harry Potter is a Christmas movie, but it's not. Uh, No, no, we're not doing that. Seth Gomfer. Yes. And rounding us out, of course, that means... So I get back to back. Hudson, you will... Yeah, you'll get back to back. And then... also. Here's the stat line. Jabari Me. Smith is seven of eight, four yeah, or five from 30. deep, and 12 of 12 from the free throw line. Go crazy, Jabari. Let's go, man. Also, I didn't want to interrupt the pod, but Embiid also put up like 50-something. Yeah, because he's insane. Um, So, to um, recap, I'm going first, which means me and Brady will have two. We'll have three picks. Let's go. Um, because we're only doing 10. 20 would be too many, especially with no preparation. Um, but I wanted it to be spontaneous, you know? With the first pick, I'm going with Christmas Vacation. Dang it! Great yeah. pick. Great yeah. pick. I watched it this weekend, and it's what spurned it's incredible. The, the list. It's so funny. Like, it's, it's awesome. one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. And that it is a Christmas movie, obviously, puts it on this list. But man, is it so good. I think my favorite line in that movie is they say somebody wants to say Grace. She goes, Grace, she died years ago. So good. <laughs> and then she does the dash or the pledge of allegiance. And the blessing. That's good. My favorite one is uh, Clark is looking at the kids. He's like, hey, kids, I'm hearing reports that the New York Times just said that they just <laughs> saw Santa. And everyone's like, oh, wow, that's crazy. And then Clark looks over <laughs> or uh, Uncle Clark looks over at Clark and goes, you serious, Clark? 
<laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I need to watch that. Oh man, it's so good. That that's the right. one. Number two, there's an obvious number two. I just don't love it. Um, I'm not even gonna name the movie that I don't love because I just I'll I'll, I'll let Seth pick it. I'll give Seth softball. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to come go around though at six. I got my three. I I got one that I'm hoping is falling late. Uh, I'm gonna go the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Okay. Um, I'm not. I, I don't hate it. I really I, like those movies. I really do. They I do too. Tim Allen does. I I like the trans. I like the the take on Santa that it's like a claw, like the claws. You know, whatever. He's he's trying to go to meetings and he keeps gaining weight and growing a beard. I just think it's funny. Uh, very innocent child. Good Christmas movie. Um, no suggestive content. You're talking um, about also, it like we're attacking you for choosing it. No, no, no I didn't no, think I, it would go this high, but I'm really ha- I would have taken it probably second myself. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah it's, I, a, it's I, a late round flyer. It's it's a high upside ceiling pick. You know, picking it for the ceiling. <laughs> I like right, Santa Claus, uh, the Santa Claus oh. too, as well, with the Mrs. Too Claus. Good. I've always mm. loved the play on words mm. of the Claus. You know. Yeah, it's nice. The third is Jack Frost, right? Hey, these may be mm-hmm. these may get revealed yeah, later. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's sorry, true. sorry, 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 sorry. Some, sorry. Some names, some ideas there. <laughs> Mine is pretty obvious. It's going to yeah. be the live action Grinch. Oh, oh wow! Carey. At three, I I hate it. I That's hate beautiful. it so much. I hate the it Grinch so much. Is so good, dude. It's, I hate it so much. It's funny. It's not. the amount of dedication it took to put on the makeup, whatever, however long it was, respectable. I think it's minimum top three. I don't think I would have taken it at three. I really do like I like the movie, but I don't think I would have taken it at three. There but there was a good pick. A perceived right answer there. I was gonna say the I Keegan's gotta I'm happy. take the one I've we got, haven't mentioned yet. I've got I hope two, he doesn't. I've got two heavy hitters. Quick and easy. No explanation needed. They're great films. Everyone watches them every Christmas. It's they can go interchangeably in these two places in my mind. You got to make one a first rounder. That's true. If I'm making one a first rounder, oh man, I'm gonna go elf. Yeah, you uh, will. Will Ferrell does numbies in that movie. That was like it's, his first like real acting like lead role, I think. We uh we always go see a movie at Alabama Theater, Christmas movie that is, and usually we see Christmas Vacation. And last year I don't even know if I watched Elf, and we saw it this year at Alabama Theater because Christmas Vacation was sold out, and it made me laugh way more than I expected to. So I'm going Elf at four, and I'm going Home Alone at five. Yeah, Home Alone's good. Home Alone, kind of wild that both of those fell. One of those had to fall out of the first round. Um, but yeah, those are two classics there for sure. They're both so good. You know, Keegan talks about the environment of seeing a, a movie at the Alabama theater and that I've seen one movie and I think that's playing a role in it. And it is the oldest movie that you could think of. And White I'm going to I, I think it's three and a half, four hours long. I think it's a wonderful life. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mm, mm. Genuinely. The, one of the first movies that I can remember that just made me smile. And okay. that's hard to do. 
It is incredibly hard to do. None of us have ever done it. No, I've never. Not um, once in this podcast. I've got a pick that I think is going to be really divisive. Um, almost took this at two. Thought it was too divisive, trying to stay away from my Tony Pollard uh, type picks. This is what, number eight, maybe? Is over? Six? Seven. 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 Number seven, I'm going to go the Polar Express. Okay. Oh, that's... I don't hate that. See, I thought you were going to go another Polar Express. No, people really hate that movie. They're good memes out of it, for sure. Um, I also don't fully understand what happens. Like, they go to that part of the train car where it's like haunted or something. I don't really get it. Like, I don't. Is Santa creepy or something? Like, I, I genuinely don't understand all that happens in the movie, but I really enjoy it. So, the hot chocolate scene is top five. Shouts out Tom it's Hanks good. for being ahead of the curb on some mocap there. Mm-hmm. He did like everything in that movie. Yeah, yeah it's pretty impressive. The ambiance of having the Polar Express day at school, mm-hmm. it'll make you tear up. <laughs> Um, I I know it's me. I'm looking at a list currently of what people consider to be the best Christmas movies of all time. Cheater. Um, no, no, no. My answer is is not on here, from what I can see. Um, they had the Muppet Christmas Carol as number one. Yeah, I'm on that list as well. That's I will not be picking that, but I do think it's an yeah. interesting shout. Okay, so mine's number Ooh. eleven on that list. Uh, mine is a very old movie. 1947 to be exact. Claymation? It's the miracle on 34th Street. It is the most oh. old school. Like it's like a it's a wonderful life, but different. Isn't like, that like so, a fireman movie? Or did I come make that up? Um no, I don't believe so. The what I remember is what? Santa Claus, the real life Santa Claus gets sued by Macy's. Um, and there's a big uh like court scene and it's like this it's very like heartwarming and about the power of christmas and i remember watching it i, I think i watched it in the alabama theater but i don't know for sure but it was a great really moving film you know old like i said old school uh heartstring puller um i don't think i think i'm thinking of ladder 49 just for the numbers yeah that's wildly different this says christmas vacation at 16 which is that is just one of the more insane things I've ever seen. Um, now I'm just looking at this list and kind of appalled. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty infuriating list. I know Edward Scissorhands was on there, right? I, yeah, I saw that too. Lily made me watch that one time. One that I'm not seeing that might Don't be a it. um, might be a. You talk about oh, oh I changed my mind. Uh, it's Bad Santa. Have you ever seen Bad Santa? Mm-mm. No, <laughs> no. Seen Bad Grandpa. It's so funny. It's a Raider R comedy really? about a ball Santa, and he like finds this kid, this like fat kid, who's like <laughs> super into the military, and they just like are pals for the film. And he's like super annoyed by the kid, and he's super grumpy, and it's really funny. I had forgot about it. Admittedly, this list did change my opinion because it. Reminded me of Bad Santa. I was going to pick uh, Fred Claus. You ever seen Fred Claus? Yeah. Starring Vince Vaughn? Yeah. I like Fred Claus. I was going to pick that. But I do think Bad Santa is better. So Bad Santa's coming in at number nine for us. 
Um, just because me and Brady are going to get three, we're going to go to the top 12. So that way y'all have. Oh, no, no. Now I got to look at the list. I, yeah, I, I can round this out. I had some notable snubs that I was going to mention. Well, uh, but I, I mean, we can just do t- two more so that way everyone gets three picks. Yeah. Okay, Makes fine. more shits uh, to me. I, I won't snub anybody then. Uh, or list my snubs. Uh, my coming in at number 10, cracking the top 10. Is a movie I grew up on. I don't even. It wasn't a theaters movie. It was on Disney Channel, probably, or I don't know what it was on. It's gonna be uh, Mickey's Magical Christmas. Um, the All Mickey right, Mouse. Man. The whoa, whoa, whoa. No, when, keep going, keep going. No, I, I feel I feel insulted. I, I do. You, you've insulted me. Uh, I want to hear Mr. the reason, Stol- Mr. Stolen Jacket. Uh, I think it's sentimental. I think it's heartwarming. You get the ducks doing the. Uh, I think it's like Donald's has a mansion for some reason and has all his little nephews staying with him. Um, they're not content with the presents and there's caroling. There's a lot of stuff about like fig bread or something. I don't know. Um, I just think it's it's a heartwarming film. Uh, Max comes home to see Goofy, that whole thing for the holiday. It's just very sweet. It is a very sweet, sweet movie. And it's only an hour. You know, I don't like long movies. Make, Short make attention your, span. Short attention span, you know, make your point, you know what I mean? <laughs> sure, yeah. Is it me next? It's you, would, it would be you next, yes. So, would. um, I feel like all mine have just been nostalgia mm-hmm. of like, I feel like I don't know if Christmas movies are actually good, but like the environment and the people that you're with make it good. So, I'm gonna go with a Christmas story only That's because a, a I just vividly remember as a child. It being on 24 hours of the day, you open your presents, it's on, you fall asleep, you wake up, and somehow you wake up to the exact moment that you fell asleep at, just an hour and a half later. It's it's a comfort tradition, and it's awesome. My father loves that movie. I don't even know if it's a good movie either. The, the stripper leg lamp, kind of funny, I guess. We have one, a miniature version. Like a wall plug-in. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> um, oh, so it's me. It's, it's what is that, number movie, 11? But... Is that number 11? That is number 11. So Keegan round the solid number that. 12. The 12th best. So mine's easy because it should have gone right after... It should have been with... Like, I should have just set them together because y'all now made it 12th best, apparently. Uh, it's Home Alone 2. Lost in New York. Come on. It's it's what do you mean come on? Uh I don't like it. A small like kid it. fooling criminals? I might with like cool Home Alone tricks? 2 more than I like Home Alone, honestly. Home Alone 2 is awesome. And he hey, meets be- the bird lady. The he does meet the bird lady. Beauty the format, guys. Beauty the format. Beauty the format. Yeah, I guess. I... It's better than your Trey Young pick. <laughs> Six is it getting cold? Ice ice cold? Right. I'm uh, Trey Young warmer. at 16 is a lot more defensible than Tony Pollard at two. That's true. Yeah, that's true. It's a value pick. The fact that he fell, I had to take him. Uh, Trey Young's my, actually my, decent. He just can't play defense. My my two snubs were going to be like the really old claymation, like Rudolph. Uh, yeah, or, those are all good. The I year without those. Santa. Yeah, the year without Santa. Uh, Santa Claus coming to town with the warlock. I don't know. They're they're horribly made, but in like the 70s or 60s. Yeah. 
Oh, Charlie Brown Christmas. Okay. Uh, my one Ooh. snub or honorable mention, uh, Four Christmases starring Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon. I thought about uh-huh. doing that one. I really Vince like Vince Vaughn film. is awesome. But that, yeah, that's a little little impromptu ranking the definitive top 12 Christmas films of all time. I do not remember the ranking. I should have been writing them down if I remember. Let me see if I can go off. It was Vacation. I lost it immediately. I don't remember number two at all. <laughs> Santa Claus. Ah, Santa, Santa, Claus. Santa Claus. That's right. Santa Claus. And then, and then Seth, It's a Wonderful Life. No. Is that three? That wasn't three. Live he, Action Grinch. Live Action live Grinch. Action Grinch. Three, you, that's you, right. It's then a, Elf life was your second. Elf Home Alone. Then Home, Elf Home Alone. Wonderful Life. Miracle on 34th Street. No, Brady Alex Alex Brady. for me. Polar. Polar, Polar Express. Express. Miracle on 34th. Bad Santa. Brady went again. Mickey. Mickey. Yeah, I Mickey. Mickey one. <laughs> Brady, I'm not even sure I remember you being on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say it was 11? Oh, A Christmas Story. Yeah, Christmas story and then Home Alone too. Um I get why people like a Christmas story. I've just never really been into it. It it seems like it's the it's this fifth or sixth round in your fantasy draft, and then sitting there is like a Rashad White. And you're like, <laughs> I know I should pick him, but I want to pick literally anyone else. He's not and a sexy if you, pick. If you stay loyal, you'll get rewarded like you did in the playoffs. I think it might be like a bad sign that I picked Christmas Vacation and another rated R Christmas movie. That <laughs> might be. I might be. Well, taking the wrong things from Christmas movies. <laughs> see, you you got our adult population. Brady has our our kid population with the Mickey Mouse Christmas. It's so good. I might go watch it tonight. You're going Do to it. sleep right after this. You'll be probably. in bed before the pot ends. Where it's already leaned back. We're potting at midnight. If y'all wanted to know, it's really late when we're potting. It's late. <laughs> I don't even want to hear it. It's it's um, nine o'clock my time. It, it's four. It's four digits over here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking at four digits on my clock, and you want to talk about late? All right. I feel like we've been so potting for we, a while. This is one of the shorter ones. Are we doing uh, go to the week? Did we ever decide that everyone got to go to the week? I have nah. go to the week, and I can represent it, the the podcast. As a whole, if we I, have, I have the the softball go of the week that I can get out of the way real quick. Okay, go ahead. You know, we we talked about we want to be a podcast that have guests, and so I'm going to use this to you know shine light on one of our guests and Ty Barker <laughs> that he got engaged this weekend yeah, last weekend. Ty, he'll never hear. What to go, Ty? What to go, Ty? Shout out Madeline. We'll if you, if she she gets on the podcast, she knows more ball than. Me, Brady, definitely Taylor, <laughs> maybe Alex. Ty's never <laughs> on crazy. there. No, 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 no. Ty and Keegan are never on here. Oh, oh that's crazy. crazy. These <laughs> are foundational ridiculous. members. That's ridiculous. we're looking at the Mount Rushmore of the pot. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. You have me, Brady, and Alex, and then somehow scribbled at the very bottom, you have Taylor. And I tell you this much: we're putting the TNT. Around Taylor's face right now. <laughs> Taylor and I can have half and half. We're, yeah. That's our Mount fair. Rushmore is going through a remodeling phase right now. Yeah. We yes. had our shout fourth out, guy. Out He's Ty, gone. For real. Ty, I assume, will someday be on the podcast again. Um, <laughs> and when that day comes, we'll tell him, you know, happy 
congratulations, I guess, would be more accurate than whatever I was going to say after happy, but... Happy congratulations. <laughs> happy congratulations. Uh, Brady Keegan, y'all got one? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Sick, Keeg, thanks. He's like, no, nah, actually, I, I don't have anything. Uh, my go to the week's going to be back in your guys. All right? Support hey, your yo. boys. The Falcons tweeted out. They said, vote Desmond Ritter for the Pro Bowl. Oh, nah, yeah, that's crazy. They're riding with their boys. And you know what? He doesn't even start for them right now. All right? He got benched. As he's being benched, they're saying, yeah, put him in the Pro Bowl. You got to give him a chance. You know, That's on par with uh, Josh Giddy. And the Thunder shot them out. Well, yeah, it's bad. Well, it's one of them's not bad, bad at their sport. The other is bad at their sport and a predator. So, but they're both, but they're both bad. You know, Desmond Ritter could be a predator. Do we yeah. want to be the first spot? <laughs> hey, man, we got to stop throwing allegations around. I said, I said he could be. I didn't say he was. There's so much plausible deniability here. Do we think Desmond Ritter could be a predator? Yes or no? Yeah, no. could be. So I you think he's joining the NHL? Theoretically, is he morally yes, he perfect? Be, but... Okay, I said, could he be? And he, and he could be. There's a chance. There's, I don't know anything about him. He could be. He could He could be a murderer. He could be a murderer and a predator. Double bad. I'd and tell then you triple what, it's bad be at a sport. It worse. <laughs> it, it's more likely he's driving DoorDash <laughs> in February. Why did he do that commercial? Oh, unemployed. Was that him that did that commercial? I think so. Yeah. Why would anyone do that commercial? <laughs> it, it's like it's like Paul George walking in as dressed up as Waldo. Waldo. It's that like when so uh, Jared Allen or whatever it was said the lights were too bright, and then immediately it was like, "I know Bleacher Report's going to make a graphic of it." Like you got to <laughs> know that everyone's going to use the DoorDash video. Oh yeah, that's why he's I mean, not the go to the week. At that point, you got to buy into it though. The marketing and the advertisement that can come from that. Start actually doing DoorDash, yeah. Um, I'll speak for Keegan. My go to the week <laughs> is that boy Santa. He gonna that go boy. crazy this weekend. Santa Claus got a big Sunday evening ahead of him. He got a big fat sack um, on his back. You know? Do you? Th- do you guys think that, on that? Do you guys think that Santa moves is real? Oh. At light Israel. speed, or does he stop time, and we don't know, and we don't notice it? Which one do you think is more uh, like? I guess they're kind of the same thing when you think about it. Nah, if he's faster than light speed. Yeah, I, I always thought he was just it, so quick. I mean, do, do we know what light speed is? Uh, light speed is pretty than, quick. It's faster than fast. fast, quicker than I, quick. Lightning. He is speed. Kachiga. Uh, hey, man. <laughs> Um, how did Santa bring y'all's presents when y'all were younger? Did he, did Santa wrap y'all's presents? Down the chimney in his sack. Um, so we would have some presents would be wrapped from my parents mm-hmm. and then the non-wrapped stuff would be from Santa. Hey, okay, yeah. my parents did that. Me too. Me too. All right. We're all the same. Suburban and then whites. somehow when I think was, I was 12 years old, Santa brought a full on trampoline. And at that point I was like, okay. <laughs> That's not fitting. That ain't fitting in his bag. How do you do that? How do you put that in his sack? You, you know? know, I get I get a PS3. It's it doesn't cover a lot of di- like surface area, volume. Maybe a even a bike. Bike is pushing it, but you can also like you can attach it to the back of the yeah. It, the sleigh, there's there's the a sleigh. chance. Trampoline, no shot. Not a chance. 
So Seth, the ability to break and enter successfully into houses and through a chimney when he's a very fat man, bring toys all over the world to every kid wasn't the deal breaker. It was the fact that those toys were, in fact, too large. It was the deal well, breaker. And you're like, nah, every kid on the nice list. <laughs> every kid made it? Really? All I know is right now, Brady, if I had some bells and I started ringing them, you wouldn't hear them. You're that guy. Wow. I always loved wow. in the Santa Claus, as I spoke up earlier, um, the chimneys grow for him. Like he makes the chimneys bigger. That is big. Yep. Because logistically that makes that's gotta be how it works. He can't fit down those. No. He's too big. Way so too that's big. the only way it works. I mean, do y'all think that subconsciously time zones were created so that Santa could come at midnight for every single kid? Uh-oh. He's behind it all. He's behind it all. We might be honest. How do you think here. he does? Do you think he sheds a layer at the equator, or he just presses on because it's so hot? I think. Well, it'd be at nighttime. I think he wears it's just like a pullover. Warmer. I think the jacket's like a PR thing, but like when he's actually working, uh, he's just sort of he's like a he, pullover. He rolls and, his sleeves up. Yeah. Oh, tightens okay. his boots. Yeah. Ready Some to nice also, Lulu. I also think <laughs> he's a real guy. Here, Santa's probably ripped every other part of the year. He probably mm-hmm. just lets loose because it gets cold up there, you know? He's like, yeah. oh, yeah, it's cold now. I'm just going to pack on some weight, some insulation. Summer comes around. He's fishing a lot. Probably running marathons. Probably loses a lot of that weight. He he doesn't make toys. He enslaves elves. Nobody wants to talk about that. That's true. Santa is kind of wildly problematic. He'd be, he he wouldn't be in the NBA. Not Adam Silver's NBA. He also mm-hmm. hates Jewish people. So that's another yeah. problematic thing. It does. Some how many how many Jewish people, Jewish people get presents? None. Some Jewish people. I do think I there mean, are some Jewish people who celebrate Christmas. But I mean, I don't know if Santa visits them. I mean, they like, have a sick menorah, though. That's true. And they're cool. God's chosen people. So there's that. You know, it's a balancing act. Um, Nation of Israel is. We get Santa. Goated. They get to be the chosen <laughs> people. Uh I'll take my trampoline. <laughs> oh, trampoline all right. Push. Are we doing a lay of the week? Did we decide that as well? Oh, uh, as you can tell, Seth, folks, it's Christmas. It's the Christmas week. We didn't have a lot of preparation going into this one. No, yeah. no, no, no. Let's pick while some Seth Christmas looks. basketball games. Can we do that? Oh, yeah. Rather, there probably are odds on those. I'd rather there are kill myself. I'm gonna while y'all look and scramble. I'm gonna read the lay of the week standings updated. Um, I dropped my mic. Sorry. Really solidifying his spot at the top. Alex offered five out of six. He's only missed one, guys. Very impressive. Uh, second, he said on sixty six percent. He's a two thirds kind of guy. That's Hall of Fame numbers. What am I four and two? Seth Comfrey's four of six. Yeah, you're four and two. Uh, coming in at third, still Hall of Fame numbers, batting 333, two out of six, Brady Harp. And That's then bad. it gets dicey. And then it gets dicey. Keegan Hudson slots in at number four after picking up his first win. Congratulations, Keegan. I'm, He's I'm on one in three. You're, I thought I had you one of two. Are you one of three? I thought I was O of two before last week. I had you O of one. I think you pushed one time, so I didn't count it. Oh, okay. Never mind. So I've, I've got you at one of two. Um, 
just for sake of keeping the uh so the accuracy there. We're one Sweet. one and one win loss tie. We could, push, we could do that. Push in this instance would be a tie. Like I would it's Seth dang sure two. Is it? I would be didn't Seth push? No, Seth pushed in Hayes' thing, but actually one on ours, right? That's what we decided. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I would be five and one. Seth would be four and two. Keegan's one, one, and one. Brady, I don't remember what you said you were. Two Green's and three, four. Two and four. Ooh. Two and four, sorry. And four and two. One, one, and one for Keeg. Love that. Come on. Then we get down to tie. Yeah, uh, one. Ty is one and four. Uh, he's he's hit on twenty percent of his stuff. He's one out of five. Um, and then Taylor, core Taylor, fade Tay. He's he's still a over. He is zero for five. Mm. He's gonna be his, so mad that we're he's gonna be Christmas. really mad that we're doing NBA games. <laughs> I had a football game. That I might still do. You would ruin everything. Um, it's super tough because there's one, two, three, five games, or five games. So if we just if Taylor there also just is an up, NFL Christmas game. There are NFL Christmas games. Because we each do two picks, an eight. Yes, eight dude. Way. Yes, dude. We all do an well, NFL hey, and hey, I'll do a. Does it NBA have to pick? be Christmas Day or just weekend? Yes. Christmas Day, oh. NFL, and Christmas Day. There's not enough Christmas NBA. Day NFL games for us all to do one. Well, but there's eight to total. One. There's three NFL games and there's five NBA games. Oh, true, 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 true. Okay, I see. Oh, I Who thought get... that's what you were saying. I got no, you pick. I thought he was asking whether we do one NBA game each and one NFL game each. I say we do a Christmas Day lay. Christmas Day lay for the presents. Okay. All right. Um, I'll start us off with my first pick. I'm just going to go in order. Yeah. Um, Like time-wise from what I'm looking at. So for the Christmas Day NBA games, Bucks-Knicks tip off at 12 Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, Um, which I feel like this has been – this exact game has happened like five years in a row now. I feel like it's been Bucks-Knicks at Madison Square Garden – at 12 p.m. And Julius Randle goes crazy. Like every year. Um, Bucks are three and a half point favorites. Yeah. That's, yeah, they're going to win by more than three and a half. Um, I'm taking them 100%. Yeah. Um, I just think they're going to win that. Again, they have a lot of experience because they do it basically yearly at this point. So, Bucks, um, Minus three and a half to start us off. Um, what's I'll pick the noon. Oh, Raiders, Chiefs. Oh gosh. Okay, so it's Raiders, Chiefs, one p.m. Eastern time. Um, Chiefs are at home. This says nine and a half or a ten point spread. That's a lot of points. Chiefs kind of suck just a little bit. Mm, just a little bit. I think I'm still going to do it. I I just don't really believe in Aiden O'Connell, especially in Arrowhead, because somehow the Chiefs have a good defense. I think they win by double digits, so I'm going to go Chiefs minus 10. Seth takes Chiefs minus 10. Uh, I'll go. 
since y'all wanted to slander me for wanting to do the NFL, I'll do the NBA on Christmas Day. I'm seeing the 130 Central game on Christmas Day being the Warriors at Nuggets. I'm seeing the line. Uh, I'm seeing two different lines. I'm seeing four and a half and five and a half. What are y'all seeing? For which game? Uh, Warriors Nuggets. Um, I'll say this. I'm also I'm seeing, seeing two five. different lines. Um, I'm seeing more five than four and a half on the Bucks Knicks. I see a lot more three than three and a half. So do with that information what you will. Uh, I think whatever is it, Seth. Seth, tell me what your book. Tell me what your potential book. Well, this, if you this were, is, theoretically, if you were to use. Well, it. this is the real app, and it says five. I'm it also says take, the Bucks was three. I'm gonna take the Nuggets to cover. Give me love that Denver by five minus five. I'm looking at um, Fanduel's app. And mm, they've got Celtics minus one and a half in LA on Christmas Day, and so I'm taking the Celtics to cover. Well, I I will point out Jason Tatum might be hurt, so I don't know if that plays into your decision at all. Not even worried. Not even worried about it. So you're taking the Celtics? Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. Um, in LA, Christmas Day. I don't know. Braun gets Bold up for gone. Christmas Day games. He sort of always has. Yeah, but I'm banking on Tatum not actually being really hurt. Didn't is that when because he hit the fadeaway against LeBron last year? Was that a Christmas Day game? I have no clue. I don't remember when LeBron had his like temper tantrum in Boston. No, that was later on. I was about to say that wasn't. I know for sure that was not a. Keegan, what did you that... have the game at? Two and a half or one? Or one and a half or two? One and a half. I'm writing these down now. No, I think this was. Yeah, this was not the same game. You can go ahead and uh, snake draft us real quick. Give us your other. My NFL game, I mean, I was tempted to take the Niners because they're just a really good team. But I think I'm going to go Ravens. I think uh, FanDuel has it at plus five and a half. So I'm going to go Ravens to cover on Christmas Day. Yeah, Ravens plus five and a half. In San Francisco, so they're in warm weather. The Ravens in warm weather might be a different beast. What I'm looking at, or they might has, be really worse. So, um, Ravens five or the line rather at five and a half, one at four and a half, and then a couple at five as well. Yeah, really this all one over says the board for that game. 49ers minus five. So we'll go Keegan said Ravens plus five. Sure. <laughs> all right, back uh, to me. I was about I think to say, it's Brady. on the snake draft, it's you, Brad. Brad. Man, I do not like this. Because uh, I'm going to probably do NFL. What are the other NBA Christmas Day games? I need to I need to see that real quick. We got Mavericks. Um, Sixers Suns. Heat and Mavericks Suns are the last two. The Sixers are plus one on uh, 
Fandle. The yeah. Sixers are plus. The Heat plus are one. favored by one and a half. Is there a reason? Because that feels it's in Miami. Bad, it's in Miami. I was gonna say I was thinking that too. Heat aren't bad, but but I, I was mean, really hesitant. Yeah, get. Uh, I mean the Heat I are was, fifteen and twelve. Wow, I did not realize they were fifteen and twelve. I thought they were better than that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go seventy sixers uh, plus one and a half. That's feels silly to me. Yeah, that's smart. So we either have the Eagles versus the Giants or the Suns versus the Mavs. Did you take the you took the Chiefs Raiders previously, right? Yeah. Seth? Okay. Um, I don't really want to touch the Mavs game at all. And so I think the Giants are bad. Their defensive line and their defense has been good of late. The Eagles need to bounce back more than they need to breathe. It's in Philadelphia on Christmas Day. I think the environment and just everything that goes into it will be perfect. And I think that they end up winning by 12. So I'm going to go Eagles minus 12. Love that. Which, me taking two heavy favorites... Both in divisional games scares me. Seth um, deciding that we were going to do the Christmas Day games and then leaving me with the worst possible pick to ruin my record. I see what you're doing. You're trying to to sabotage (laughs) me? It's not even that bad of a pick. No, it's not. I do not know what to pick, though. Who's favored? Um, Celtics or Celtics Suns Suns. by five I'm looking at four and a half and four four and a half then who who guards Luke is it Okogi yeah probably what are they going to be doing they're going Rockets Friday Spurs Suns well, Mavs are missing Kyrie and Derek Lively, probably. And Josh Green. I think I'm going to go, assuming Durant and Booker both play, which they're completely healthy at the moment of recording. Assuming they both play, I'm going Suns to cover minus four. Or minus four and a half, whichever one you see it at. Um, okay. Oh, I don't know if I, I don't know. You're good. I, so you're good. I think no, no, I think I'm going with it, but it does scare right. me a little bit. All right. To recap, we have Alex taking Bucks by three and a half, Suns by four, and we got Seth taking the Chiefs by ten, Eagles by twelve. I have the Nuggets by five, and the 76ers to cover plus one point five. Keegan's got the Ravens to cover plus five and a half, and he's got the Celtics by one and a half. Those are your lay of the week picks. Going to be uh, maybe a lot of movement because the odds on this thing are gonna be, yeah, crazy. Oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be huge, but um, a lot of movement with two picks. You know, uh, somebody could make a splash. Alex goes over two. He's he's a commoner like us, so a lot of movement here. I'm excited. Taylor will still be 05 <laughs> no matter what happens. <laughs> that is true. 
Uh, Keegan could really reverse the winning percentage on this, though. I could go Keegan crazy. One, one, and Rock one, the and three, one, and one look a lot different. What am I, oh, four yeah. and two? So we're some 500. I'll take that. I could go really bad, really quick. <laughs> um, an eight leg parlay on Christmas is electric. electric. I might got to take it. Start gambling just to do this. I wouldn't, of it's, course. It's, it's going to be like plus oh, yeah. 10,000. I might get some friends of mine who illegally gamble, who I would never incriminate, obviously, but. No, 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 no. Hey, I unit or two on there. I definitely will. Only but, when he's in Texas. Of course. Yeah, Louisiana. Louisiana. Louisiana, yeah. For the first time, I'm going to tell you to actually tail us. I think this is going to be fun. <laughs> We're going to ride together. Don't, We're gonna, don't throw too much on it, though. I, I mean, just ruin unit. Christmas. Like but... $100, on it. <laughs> or imagine don't the return, buy your family. Though. Don't buy your family Christmas presents because when this hits, you can take them to Disney. That's true. Imagine how sick Christmas would be if you had a hundred dollars on this parlay and it hit. Imagine, imagine, imagine. Imagine your daughter wakes up Christmas morning. She goes outside. It's a trampoline. She's very excited. <laughs> now imagine that same feeling, but then also an all expense paid for Disneyland, Disney World. Hit both of them. She would immediately stop <laughs> asking questions about how Santa put got that trampoline in the sleigh. She wouldn't care. It wouldn't matter. No. It's never mattered. When she's in the Rainforest Cafe on a Tuesday night, she's loving it. <laughs> when she she's sees, getting to wear sandals in December. When she sees an elephant's private parts for the first time, like I did. <laughs> Whoa. On a, on a Disney safari, she'll remember. <laughs> she'll be like, I don't even know what Santa is. <laughs> No, but that did act. That is that's a true story. I once saw an elf an elephant's um I mean, vegetables in a Disney <laughs> story. She'll get to travel the world in Epcot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. She'll get to meet all the Disney princesses, get their signatures, mm-hmm. get their, their pictures. She'll get to ride Mount Everest. You know, very few people can say that they climbed to the top of Mount Everest. I've and done she will do that. Very few. He can also beat up a homeless person. <laughs> and been to the top of Mount Everest and back down. And all because he listened to the Future Genius podcast. That's right. And so that's that's what is lying ahead for you, my dear listener. And so we hope, like I said, we hope you'll come back next time. Obviously, we hope everyone has a very Merry Christmas. We will... I think have an episode before the new year so i won't wish you happy new year yet um happy hanukkah to all those who celebrate um happy kwanzaa to all those who celebrate um happy happy holidays happy every holiday i think everyone should have a happy holiday we are we are pro-inclusive regardless of what you celebrate Mm -hmm. so anti-war um merry christmas and to all a good night see you shout out scrooge 